Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Here's a purely transparent moment. Um, there was a comedy of errors in my life. It went from a water main break in my in my apartment complex, well, my townhouse complex, and it literally was like out. And then my internet decided to go out. It was an outage. So everything happened in one time, and it was like, you know what? It was like God saying, I want you to go get some rest and stop doing all of this. Stop moving. Stop moving. And so I had to sit still. So I am, this is like take seven, because literally in the middle of recording, it kept going out. So I feel like this is take seven, maybe. But I am back and I have one of my favorite Brandons. I know a lot of I know a lot of black dudes named Brandon who podcast. Um, I have Brandon from the Why So Serious podcast and also the Hindsight Movie Reviews podcast. Brandon, how is it going? It's doing good. It's doing good. We had fun yesterday. Yeah, we did. We talked about <laughs> all types of great shit that you will never get to hear. <laughs> it was like, what? I was like, what is going on? I was like, what? And guys, <laughs> we are recording on uh, October 7th. Tonight is a big night for Brandon. Brandon is a poli sci nerd. Tonight is the VP um, debate with Senator Ka- Kamala Harris. And the only reason why I remember how to pronounce his name is because my mother's name is Pamela. <laughs> and they were like, you pronounce her name, it rhymes with Pamela. I'm like, oh, like my mother's name. Kamala. 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 But yeah, because she has, if my mom had three E's and not two, three A's and not two A's, it would be Pamela. But it's Pamela because she has the E. But yeah, her name rhymes with, her name rhymes with Pamela. So tonight is the um, debate. Uh it's going to be probably different than the first debate because, well, it's Kamala Harris and she'll come with more facts. 
and Mike Pence, it, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a shit show. Hopefully it will not be as emotionally draining as the presidential debate. What are your, what are your thoughts going in? So vice president debates are usually boring as shit because the last one that was actually interesting was 08 because mm-hmm. everybody just wanted to see what kind of train wreck Sarah Palin was going to be mm-hmm. um, in that debate. Um, but it's usually just two old, boring white guys. Um, but here's the thing about Pence. Pence is a terrible person, a terrible human being, a homophobe, oh, yeah. a racist. He's horrible. However, the thing about Mike Pence that people don't, a lot of people don't know about is Mike Pence used to be a radio show host. Um, conservative what? radio host. Yes. Oh, good Lord. And so Mike Pence is actually not bad at these types of things. You know, if you're just, if you're great, if you're not great on substance, like, how you feel about their politics, but just like as performance, he's not, he's not like Trump or he's not like George W. Bush. Like he can put sentences together and the points that he's trying to make, he does well uh, for the people that he's trying to reach. So it's not, but Kamala is um, pretty good at debating. She's not great at debating. She's not as great as debating as she is as like uh, on a committee hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, which a lot of people assume that those things are going to, um, are, you know, similar skills. And there are similar skills. But like if you watch the Democratic primary, like she she was good in some moments and in other moments she wasn't yeah. so great. Um, and so I find this to be quite interesting because before Trump got COVID, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting how this goes. But mm-hmm. now she's got so much ammo because he was the head of the COVID task force. Uh huh. Like I think she's just going to. This is going to be very interesting to watch over the talk. and over and over. Like everything's going to be pivoted right back to that over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And I don't know how Pence is going to react to that. He's probably just going to say some bullshit platitudes and mm-hmm. do his little fake smile. And he's going to talk a lot about judges. And he's going to talk a lot about. Uh, how, you know, he's going to make it seem like he's going to keep Trump being conservative to those types of people who want to hear it. And then after it's over, a lot of white people are going to be like, oh, man, Pence isn't so bad. And that's what's going to happen. But I'm actually interested to see because uh, I want to see I want to see that plexiglass up and I want to see how they come. Right. That, that's going to be hilarious. Right. So that's a lot of things I'm very interested to see. And I want to see if Pence is going to go full old conservative white man when he's talking to a black woman. Right. Or is he going to check himself? Oh. Because people are, for once in media, people are actually bringing that up. Like, usually mm-hmm. they try to ignore, like, what it's like being a woman and specifically a black woman when it comes to, like, politics. Mm-hmm. Like, last year, well, I mean, in 2016, it took Donald Trump, like, hovering over Hillary Clinton for people to be like, oh, you know, that's kind of weird. I've never seen a man do that to another man before. Like, it took that for people mm-hmm. to be like, oh, this is weird. But, you know, I've been watching the news and reading some articles and stuff, and a lot of people were like, Pitts has to really watch how he, you know, talks over people and things like that because people are actually looking for it in, tw- in this uh, this debate as they weren't in past debates, which I guess is progress. Yeah, yeah, because I'm wondering, because... I think before the um, presidential debate, they talked about the talking points that would come up. I don't know. Did you see if they talked about what they're going to 
show up for the VP. Oh no, Chris! They didn't do like Chris Wallace was horrific all the yeah. way around for that. Because it's kind of like they like mapped out what they were going to say with the presidents. But it's interesting that I don't th- and I wasn't paying too much attention because that first debate just literally turned me off. But they had like a, a outline of what they were going to go over. But it's interesting. They, I didn't, I don't remember seeing an outline for the VP debate. No, I didn't see one either. Uh, yeah. Also, I want to see if Kamala, because you know, like, you know, in that debate, Biden was like, "Look at this clown," and like, "Would you shut mm-hmm. up?" Things like that. that. Kamala could never say that. Like a woman could never say, especially a black she woman. Can't, but just she can't. She can't be that aggressive. She can't be that aggressive. Yeah, a woman like, like I remember 2016. People were like, mm-hmm. oh, "Hillary Clinton's kind of unlikable. Look how mean she's been." Right. And I'm like, the other dude is mean. What are you talking about? Right. Like, and, and literally, so, all of it isn't it. Okay, is it just me or is it crazy that literally? Everything she said in those debates was going to happen literally happened. Yeah, everything. I, I, like, I said that the other day. Like, everything. She, except for the pandemic. She just said he wouldn't know how to handle a pandemic. She didn't predict a pandemic. She's like, if it happens, he's not going to know what to do. And I'm like, she literally said everything. But y'all didn't want to vote for her because you hate kitten heels. No, they hate her. They hate That's her. That's why I said, like, like, I think Biden has done a decent job. But, yeah. like, Biden's biggest thing is that he has a penis. I've been saying that for... Oh, yeah. Six months now. I'm like, all the all the thing like all the things Biden's done a better campaign than Hillary as far as strategy wise, but I think yeah. he learned from Hillary's mistakes. But everything else, like any any type of um negative thing you had about Hillary, you could literally apply that to Biden. If you're talking oh, yeah. if you're black and you're talking about the nineties, I'm like Hillary was the first lady. Joe Biden like- was actually in the Senate. Like all these things existed. And I'm like, Biden wrote the care. crime bill. I'm like, you can't like talk about the crime bill. It's like he wrote it. And they're like, yeah. And Bernie, I'm like, Bernie said yes to it, too. Please stop this. Please stop. My thing with the crime bill has always been that, like, obviously it wasn't good. But yeah. people like to have revisionist history about, like, where people mm-hmm. were in 1994, specifically mm-hmm. like black people. And yeah. not that black people were given too many choices, but like black people were actively like. A lot of black people, not all, obviously, but a lot of black people were like actively wanting that. And when it came up, they were like, yes, I need this. And the reason is because we didn't care about job programs. We didn't care about mental health advocates. We didn't care about any of those things to help people in poverty or get people out of impoverished areas. And so these people were just overwhelmed with crime in their, in their cities or their towns or their um, where they lived at. And they just, just wanted change. something. They just wanted something. This is like, this is just too bad. Like, it's too much. We need something. And at that point, the something to not just white people, but all people was, how do you stop crime? You put people in jail. Like, that's just what it was at that point. Because, like, it's funny. I mean, I'll let me get on tangent of this, but I read an article on 538. Mm-hmm. And it was talking, and this was like a couple of days ago. And it was talking, I should have sent it to you. I think you would have loved to talk about this on the show. But it, it was talking about, like, why black people like are black because they were in they were they were like black people like 90 some percent vote for democrat but are mm-hmm. black people all liberals no and then so they started doing like these polls with black people and they were asking black people like do you consider yourself liberal or like conservative and it was like 40 percent of black people consider themselves conservative pretty much but pretty much a lot of the people didn't know the diverse conservatism to the people that they were polling wasn't like political conservatism. Mm -hmm. So like they would say like a conservative um, 
policy and people wouldn't, you know, most a lot of people wouldn't know if it was a conservative policy or a liberal policy. It wasn't like, the, and I'm not saying these these people were dumb or uninformed. It was just, a, the polit- politics meant, it was basically saying like, politics is different with black people. So like a lot of people identified as conservatives, but they asked them a whole bunch about a bunch of policies and they were all like, oh, I'm for the liberal policy, even though they identified as conservative. And so fast forward, one of the questions that they asked in the article was, um, do you support more spending on crime prevention, right? And this was only black people who were in this uh, in this um, study. 89% of black people said yes. 89%. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go on Twitter, you wouldn't believe that, right? Right, of course. But people aren't all on Twitter. (laughs) People aren't all aware of how these things work. To the average person who's just living their life, the way you stop crime is you get crime. I'm sure all those black people who said, yes, don't support the police 100%. I think a lot of them are like, yeah, I support the police. I just want good police. I don't want these racist police, but I still want police. Like a lot of people think in those terms. And so it's it's a lot of things in that survey that uh, I mean that that study that people, especially like people in our circles or you know not so much our circles but like that are on Twitter and mm-hmm. on the internet and stuff like that, they would be, they wouldn't believe it. Like they wouldn't think it's real. They'd be shocked because it comes across counterproductive to what you think. And the, basically, the whole gist of the article was no black people aren't a monolith obviously mm-hmm. and the way that they just be, and they basically came down to the reason why so many black people vote democrats is because they're the least racist party and despite yeah. all the other things that they may have an issue with or where they fall on ec- political uh on the spectrum as far as economics or social issues outside of racism or um jobs or anything like that wherever they they range all across the board on those things but mm-hmm. ultimately to most black people, none of those things matter if you're racist. So right. like, I could agree with your economic policy. I could agree with your how you view social issues. I could v- agree with all these other things, the environment. But if I think you don't fuck with me, then all those things are great, but you're not going to do those for me. And so that's why so many, that's basically what it came down to. Like uh, okay. one of the other things before I end is like, it was like, uh, do you think per, uh, affirmative action? Do you think affirmative action should be allowed, right? 49% of black people in this study supported it in 2016. 51% mm-hmm. were against it mm-hmm. in 2016. And so, like, these things are not things that you would think, right? It was a really enlightened, uh, enlightening, uh, enlightening article because it's just not things that we think about often as black people as a whole just to see, like, where exactly do we fall on this spectrum but you know anybody who knows particularly like straight black men but just a lot of people in general knows that like everybody's not progressive especially when it comes to uh social justice for an intersectionality with like all different types of groups of black people uh and i know we'll get that into the into the show that's because that's one of your topics but like the all the stuff with like these black rappers talking a lot of it to me is just like are you not reading or are you just mad that 
all black people are kind of getting some attention now and you're just not being centered. Like what's right. going on here? And, and, and that's always, that's always been a thing that has gotten me because I said this today to a couple of friends. It's like, when you look at the face of blackness is cis het men, the face mm-hmm. of femininity is cis het white women. So if you're not one of those, good the hell luck. Cause you're not, it's like you're not valued and you shouldn't be included, but you are included. If you're a black woman, you're included in femininity. If you're a black woman, you're included in blackness, but it's like you're not seen. So when we think about, when I think about the crime bill, it's very interesting. I'm like, it's not that the people who, the black people who are for it are wrong because they're not. It's just that we were under this impression that the laws will be um, right. <laughs> done right. equally. And that is not how, laws are set up in this country. That is not how the criminal justice system is set up in this country exactly. to be fair. So it's kind of like you go like, oh, it's going to be fair because it's going to be for everybody. Like, not realizing when it comes to enforcement of laws, it's usually heavily enforced with black and brown and poor because you can't communities. I'm saying black and brown and poor because affluent black communities don't have this problem. Affluent Latinx communities, affluent Jewish communities, they don't have a crime problem, but they're also, they don't have a financial problem. So it's kind of like both of those have to happen at the same time. So Mm -hmm. affluent black people, they're like, we don't see a whole bunch of police here because they doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. Everybody is living comfortably. There's no point. It's like, you don't need us. So it's always so interesting because you're just like, it's, it's and so when you're living comfortably, that. and when you're living comfortably, you're able to address these other issues because, like, right, you know, like, th- like if we're being honest, there are some things in certain areas um, or how people act that could be changed. But the problem is, is that when you're worried about like how I'm going to make it to the next week to pay my right. bills. Like right. there's a lot of things that you don't take the time to that. Like people of privilege have time to like talk to their kids about mm-hmm. or teach their kids or their schools, teach their kids, or, you know, you can take them places or discuss these things with them. If I'm working two or three jobs and my son is having some issues at school mm-hmm. or I may, or he may have a, an anger issue or something like that. Do I, do I really have the time to address that? Like that doesn't right. mean I'm a bad parent per se. It just means right. I, I gotta, I have a binary choice. Do I go to work so I can put a roof over the head and have food on the table mm-hmm. or do I like not like, right? Like, so there's, there's so many ancillary things that happens from poverty, which is why poverty is the biggest thing with crime. And even, and it's funny, people don't like to talk about this, but like, relative because it's not equal mm-hmm. but even within whiteness if you go to like poor white areas oh yeah the crime is worse there <laughs> like it just is oh and <laughs> i'm like i mean we make they and all of us like make trailer park jokes or call them trailer park mm-hmm. trash or white trash i'm like yeah we're not calling other white people we're not calling white people trash other white people are calling white people yes. trash <laughs> It's like yeah, I'm like y'all. That's not us calling you trash. That's other white people because they're looking down on you economically. Like, oh, you're just trash. That's why the 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 white people who live in areas that's all white is so fascinating to me. The poor white Mm -hmm. people because even like if you're a poor white person and you live in like outside Detroit, I'm Mm -hmm. not excusing racism, but I can see why you could be racist. Or you live around black people, you could be racist. Right. And that's and when, you notice a lot of them, they'll be like when black people talk about things, they'll be like, excuse me, I I am poor. I struggle. And it's like, uh 
So that's not the same thing because if you struggle, someone actually goes, oh my God, you're just having hard luck. A black person is struggling like you're lazy. But no, even besides that, because like white people treat the trailer truck people like shit. Uh-huh. But, They're like, oh, yeah. Uh. But like if you live in Mississippi, right? Mississippi's 38% black. So mm-hmm. like those white people are quite familiar with black people. And that's why if you have a state that's 30% black and it's always red, that tells you pretty much every single pretty much. white person votes Republican, right? So like, but I'm fascinated by like the people who live in like Wyoming, right? Where there's mm. no black people around you, right? Not really, no. So, or like Utah. Yes. Well, even Utah's, but like Wyoming's black percentage is like 2% or less than that. It's like 1%. It's not even mm. that. It's like really small. Oh, wow. Uh, Montana, same thing, right? If you if you are poor white person in Montana, right, you are the lowest on the totem pole in your area because there's mm-hmm. no black people below you, right? True. So like, there's no black or brown people. Like, if you live in a state that's like ninety percent white, like Iowa, Iowa's like ninety percent white, ninety two percent white, something like that. That's why I think that's Iowa, why Republicans do so well because it's like ain't no black people there, and ain't no people there that yeah. care about black people there either. <laughs> but somehow Obama won Iowa twice, which is amazing to me. Um, but and that, I think that's why they always focus so much on Iowa when they're campaigning. I was mm-hmm. like, huh? It's like that's why because it's well, like Iowa politically, not to be a political nerd, but Iowa is a good test for Democrats to see how Midwestern white people are going to. Mm. Or how Midwestern white people are going to like favor them. So they don't really care so much about Iowa, but they're like, okay, but if the I white people in Iowa like me, then the white people in Minnesota and Michigan and Wisconsin. With more black people. It's like, Ohio, well, the places that we can actually, people. yeah, the places we can actually win, those white people are like me too, and we can win those states, right? Um, but like, I'm always fascinated. Like the poor white folks in Iowa mm-hmm. or, you know, Wyoming, you are the lowest on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. So you are getting all that treatment. And you still racist. You still vote Republican. Like right. that's so fascinating to like not fascinating in a good way, but it's fascinating. Like I it's, don't isn't understand. It's fascinating the logic. to watch that. You're kind of like, but he he doesn't care about you and you still vote for him. You can't wow. even make up the excuse to blame black and brown. Like if you live in Detroit or you live in Texas or Florida, and you can make up an excuse in your head to be like, oh, the reason why I don't have no jobs is because these Mexicans are coming across the border taking my jobs. It's not true. It's racist. But yeah. I can see how a racist, poor white person could come to that conclusion in Texas. If you're in Wyoming, you're nowhere near the fucking border. There's no Mexicans coming and taking your jobs. There's no black people on, quote unquote, welfare taking your money. Right. It's all white people in your state. You are broke because of other reasons. And if you don't, if you are still blaming people who don't live anywhere near you within states near you there is something seriously wrong there that's why it's so fascinating me yeah look at you look look y'all this is pre-debate so you know the poly signer he gonna be y'all should follow him on twitter because he gonna be lighting y'all up all night i'm just saying Big time. he is it this is his time to shine y'all this is his time but i to went shine. too long so you're sorry fine. for hijacking. You're fine. You're so funny. You are fine. So I guess it goes without saying that, you know, someone I'm giving my roses to is definitely Kamala Harris. Cause you know, good to hell luck. Uh, because that plexiglass needs to hold up, but also homegirl and this footwork for this campaign. And like homegirl looks crisp. She looks casket sharp and I love it. So good luck to her and the debate. I'm also giving my roses cause I found out today. Kelly Rowland is pregnant. 
I'm all for oh, this. Really. I was like, Kelly Rowland to me is like oh, the prettiest woman of all time. I love Kelly when Destiny Child first came out. Loved her. One, she was the darker skinned one, and she had the short hair. She stuck out to me. I'm like, and, but Kelly Rowland is just a stunning woman. Yes. So she put that that she put it on her Instagram because you know I love her, and I followed her because I looked at the picture and I was like, does she? Is she? And I was like, oh, she's pregnant. Titan is getting a sibling. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm ready to throw her a baby shower. But yes, roses to Kelly Rowland. I love her. I'm like, I just, I just, that's my little sweetie. I just love her. Mind you, we're the same age. So I'm like, I don't know why I'm acting like she's my. Literally, we were both born in 1981. So I don't know why I'm acting like this, but still, absolutely excited. All right, who do you want to give your roses to? Um, I think I gave them to. Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. for that performance, which was great. Love it. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's like, man, I love it. And I know people are like, she ain't dancing as hard. I'm like, she did get shot in her feet. What are we doing? What, what are y'all doing? She was also on Saturday Night Live. So yeah. I think she wanted to, it's she like probably we, wanted to tone it down just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> I know it's like, I know it's like, y'all, I know it's late night, but it's still... She can't it's still NBC. Do, right. It's like, it's still uh, network television. What y'all doing? Girl, get out of here. Whew. All right. Let's start low key. I had to bring this out because um, y'all know how I feel about Brandon. Got to bring out the, the nerdy stuff first. But uh, Warner Brothers, uh, hmm, they gave us some new dates for a few movies. So because of, you know, Dorona. Movie dates, release dates have been moved. So the Batman is now going to be released on March 4th, 2022. The Flash is going to be released on November 4th, 2022. Shazam 2 is moving to June 2nd, 2023. And Black Adam, that'll be starring The Rock, him, TBD. <laughs> so here's the thing about these dates, right? Um, it makes sense to move some of these back. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman is shooting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shazam hasn't be, started. No, Shazam mm-hmm. hasn't started shooting. Neither has the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, but Batman is shooting right. The Batman shooting right now. They're overseas. I think they're in London or somewhere uh, in the United Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, shooting it. Mm-hmm. That um, that film is going to be wrapped up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's entirely possible that they remove this date back up, depending on if we yeah. ever get the fucking grip on the coronavirus. Yeah, because how... I mean, remember, because their set got shot down because he, Robert Pattinson, got COVID. Yeah. It was like, yeah. uh, it was like, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> but the real problem here is movie theaters. It's uh, like, because people don't feel safe. I'm like, you know, I know that theaters are now saying like in the next few weeks or maybe at least by like November, December, they're going to try to open theaters. I'm like, who's going to be safe going back into theater? No one's going to feel comfortable. So here's my thing with movie theaters, right? Because I haven't been back either because of those reasons. Mm-hmm. But I really want to see Tenet. And I was really close to going to see Tenet. And I had a friend go see Tenet, and they almost convinced me to go see Tenet, but I didn't think my luck was good enough. Because the way they explained it to me, they were like, I went to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I was in this big-ass movie theater. Mm-hmm. It was five people in the entire theater. And I was like, okay, if I'm in a movie theater with five people, and all five people have on masks, and and we're, it's like seven, eight rows between each person. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, that's just about as safe as you can get in public these days. I'm like, that's yeah. much safer than going to Walmart. Okay. Yeah. I went to Ikea the other day because I really had to get something because I was redoing something in my house. And I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, I need to go to Ikea. <sighs> okay. I show up at Ikea. I'm thinking, right, so I go, Ikea was at like 10. I go at like 10.30, like right after it opens up. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not be anybody. It's, a, it's on a weekday. So I'm going to like 10.30 on mm-hmm. a Monday. I'm like, there's not going to be anybody there. I'll be able to get in and get out. I show up at Ikea. The fucking parking lot is packed. I'm because like, people because people are doing the same thing. You think, I'm going to go right as it opens and get in and get out. It's packed. And it's like just people in Ikea. I'm like, I mean, everybody had a mask on. So, I, you know, I'll give them that. But it's just like, it's so many people in here. And so I was thinking, I thought back to this, and I was like, if I would have went to the movie theaters and it was only five people in the theater, I probably would have been just fine. But with my luck, I would show up at the theater at the time, just like I showed up at Ikea, and everybody's going to be wanting to see fucking Tenet, and I'm going to have to walk out the theater because I'm not being in the movie theater with all those people. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready. I'm like, maybe next summer, and that's still a big you know, asterisk is TBD to be determined. I, I don't know. I, I really don't. I, well, see, if the movie theater did a thing, right? If they did a thing where it's like, uh, if every movie was like, I pick, you ever been to the I pick theater? Yeah. I've been to so like if every movie theater was like the I pick theater, right? Where it's like ample space between each person. And then you said, well, you're going to have two people per row. So it's like one person on one end of the row, one person on the other end of the row. If every movie was, every movie theater was like that, and they stop serving food, which they're not going to do because that's how they make the money. But if they stop serving food, so you had to wear your mask going throughout the whole theater. And they had a person standing in the movie theater for each theater watching to make, make sure people don't take off their mask. And they did some type of thing with the circulation. I think people would give movie theaters a chance. But guess what? Movie theaters ain't going to do that because that's not how they make their money. They want you to eat the popcorn and gobble they down want, there. Right. It's like rings. they're not going to do the, re, the like the recycling of the air the way that they should. So it's like it's Mm-mm. not it's not going to work. And that's the part that sucks for a lot of people who like that's part of their movie going experience. They like I'm somebody who loves movie popcorn. I, there's a mm-hmm. there's theater that I love that does kettle corn. I'm like, I love it. So it's kind of like that's part of the experience. But there have been times where I can watch a movie without eating. I'm totally fine with that. But for some people, that's part of their experience. So I don't. I don't know how it's going to work. And then it's like, maybe bring back more drive-in theaters because that could also... Assist. Well, that's been open, yeah. Those are dope, I heard. Like, people have oh, been going I to those. Right, I live right down the street from one. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm like, I live right near one. I'm like, it's the best thing ever. And also with the drive-in theaters, they have like, like one, it's an older one. So it's like the amount you pay is very controlled. But then you mm. see three movies. It's oh, like, really? Yeah, because the one that's near me, when they were having, like, you know, regular movies, movies, now, right now, because, you know, they're not, movie theaters no aren't movies. really, really open or out, they're just showing old movies. But before, I think, what did I go see? Because I went, like, the night I went to go see Shazam, it was, like, three, um, it was, like, three different, it was, like, three different movies. And typically, when I see the movies they put up, it's typically two movies I want to see, and the other one's like, yeah, I really don't want to see this. This is how I saw that singing comedy with, um, and I'm sorry, she's Fat Amy from uh, that singing acapella movie that I still have not seen. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, what's it called? Um, it's the group with the little acapella group. They're singing songs. Oh, what is it called? What is that woman? She played Fat Amy in that movie. <sighs> she's she's allegedly funny. I'm sorry. This is rude. I, <laughs> allegedly I'm, funny. She is um, pitch perfect. That's the movie. Oh, pitch perfect. Okay. So okay. I'm sorry. It's Rebel Wilson. So Rebel Wilson had this romantic comedy. It was like full of songs, and I hated it. But it was like I hate this movie. It's like this sucks. But it was a part of the three movies I got to see. So there's that. And I also don't trust the movie theaters. Like, if I could trust the movie theaters to like limit the amount mm-hmm. of people, like to a safe amount of people, mm-hmm. then maybe I would consider going because I really love going to the movies. So I would I would yeah. take that risk if it, if I knew they would limit it to like in a in a four hundred three hundred seat theater to maybe like fifty people. Yes, yeah. you know, not even fifty, maybe like twenty five people, mm-hmm. thirty people. Yeah, I, I would take that risk, but I don't trust them to do that. Just like I saw a tweet today that, like, Florida told the Dolphins they Child, can have full capacity. full capacity. I'm like, because it's Florida. Because, of course, Florida. Now, the Dolphins aren't going to do it because they're smart. But my thing is not if the Dolphins do it. It's what if some other idiot, if you're going to let the Dolphins do it, who knows what other industries you're letting have at full capacity. I'm looking and at, those I, idiots I'm might do it. I'm literally looking at Houston. I'm looking at Houston and Dallas and Texas. I'm looking at Texas. I'm looking at the hotbed states because Florida, of course, was a hotbed state. Well, you know, last week at the Cowboys game, they had 30,000 people. I think but the to, Texans to are supposed fair, to be opening up like maybe to 11 or 15,000 for the upcoming Sunday game. Now, to be fair to the Cowboys, because I want to be fair, the Cowboy Stadium holds like 103,000 people. So 30,000 people is only not a lot. Capacity. Yeah, because I think the Texans one is like 80, 80 or 90. Because yeah. I think um, um, M&T Bank, I think it's like 80 or 92. And it's like they still ain't – they haven't even announced that they're putting fans in. They're like mm-hmm. – they're not even doing park capacity, which – I don't blame them. It's like, uh, yeah, no. It's like, psh, y'all. But I also think it's really cute that the um, when the stadiums are doing cutouts of real fans. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super cute. They're doing celebrities. I think they're doing really cute with it. But it's like, until this is under, until like people are safely can go to school and or come back to their jobs, I think we can wait. You just made me look at driving theaters near me, and I just found one. Did I they, know you should. I think it'll be pretty dope because that I'm like you really can. That is a way to be socially distanced from other people because you in your car. And guess what they're showing on Friday? What Friday? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so. See, I love this. Okay, something else in low key because we're going to speed through this, um, mostly because I we got to talk about this contract with Black America. Um, yeah, that's coming up, y'all. So QAnon is being banned on Facebook. Good. And it's like, thank you. Because I think I think people are, I think they also announced that they're going to cut down on political ads on Facebook. Until, After the election. Yeah, it was just like, child. Mm. I'm like, y'all should have been there. I should not open up YouTube and I see a big old ad for Donald Trump. I'm like, girl, I will block all of y'all. Leave us alone. So yeah, QAnon is getting because one, I'm sitting here like they are whack jobs. I'm like, this, this they're crazy. They're crap. Let's slide into mid key because I need to get to this. So if you oh, I gotta say this about that though, really what? quick. What they could have been did this shit. Um, I, the algorithm is not as easy as people say it is, but they could have mm. been banned some people from these things. <laughs> and I have to like because I'm all about like 
being kind of fair. Mm-hmm. I got to give some credit to Jack um, on Twitter because he's finally getting people out to paint. He's flagging Trump. Like you, I can't imagine how furious Trump has to be to get his tweets taken down um, by this dude. So he's flagging Trump. He's flagging, like, trying to get white supremacists off there. Mm. He still can do a much better job. But he this is. is all people asked for five years ago when this whole thing blew up. It's, I mean, it should have been there from the beginning, but five years ago is like when people were really like getting on him, and he's like, "Oh, I can't do this free speech, blah blah blah." And then like, he's no, like, "You could have oh, always this done is my, this." This is my sir. This is your house. Clean your house. Could have always done this. Same thing with Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberger. Where's Zuckerberger? <laughs> oh my God! Call him Mark Zuckerberger. Sorry, that's so rude. Okay, mid key. So. If everybody doesn't realize, the Red Table Talk is back. And also, they're doing a Red Table Talk with the Estefans. So this is Gloria Estefan, her niece, and her daughter. I'm very excited. I can't wait to watch it. I think that they um, was the season premiere of their show. And they are talking about her niece um, going through a divorce scandal, her husband of 25 years. It was after Hurricane Irma that he can't, and I, I think I watched the first couple of minutes, I didn't get the finish, but apparently her husband um, came to her and said, the paparazzi caught me with an, caught me with another woman. It was like, wait, that's how you're presenting this? <laughs> like, oh, okay, <laughs> I got to watch this. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm like, oh, this is mess. Because when it said surviving divorce, I was like, Gloria Estefan isn't divorced, is she? What, what, wait a minute, what did I, what did I miss? Anywho, so... Uh, Red Table Talk is back. They had on their show <clears throat> to talk about uh, voting, <clears throat> Ice Cube and Van Jones. <laughs> I am like, why? And so here's the thing about people like O'Shea. So he's not totally wrong, but... He doesn't realize how his contract is not all encompassing as he thinks. So the way that he talked on Twitter and the way that he talked in Red Table Talk was a little bit different. He was, he's very much a little bit more crass about voting. Like, don't listen to anybody who's not telling you to vote, blah, blah, telling you to vote, not ask for nothing. He get on Red Table Talk. I wasn't telling people not to vote. I was just saying we need to talk about the issues. The other thing that I had an issue with was when he said, I came up with this contract after what happened to George Floyd. Time out, homeboy. You are older than me. You have not only, you're not only older than me, but you've been black a little bit longer than I have been because you're in your 40s. I'm almost 40. What you won't do is act like George Floyd is where we should have started. I know you are fucking lying to me. Ice Cube is from Compton, California. So, yes, like, that's even worse. I'm like, have you lost your goddamn... I'm like, wait a minute. It's like, after George Floyd, like, we got to do something about this. I'm like, so if this was... Because this was in May, why are we just hearing about your old contract now? Why ain't you say something before? I know you're working on it. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm not telling you rush it out like popping fresh. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is why are you waiting until a less than 60 days before the election to just go, we got to ask for what we want? Because y'all had no problem when Papa Diddy Pop, Sean Diddy Combs was hopping around all over MTV and God knows where else telling us to vote or die when Obama was running. Yeah, y'all thought I forgot. I didn't. 
Y'all had no problem when Diddy was doing that because y'all knew it was safe because it was Obama. Y'all couldn't really get at him the way that you want to. And it's like, uh, y'all, it can't be listen to me about voting when it benefits me. I have an issue with that. Yes. And also, okay, because I always do this. Mm-hmm. I I am always happy when people get politically involved. I mm-hmm. think more people need to be politically involved and aware in this country. And I think if more people were actually aware of the issues and how they really affect people, mm-hmm. we would have a much better country. Uh, it wouldn't erase the racism or misogyny or homophobia, any of those things, but it would help because people would be far more aware of how all those things intersect and affect everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things I always say that um, I had a, I had a professor teach me is that like how much racism hurts a lot of white people uh, that they don't even think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like these things hurt the groups that you think of, of the, not that you think the groups that are perpetrating these things, a lot of these things end up hurting them in the long run as well. So I'll get that out of the way. Now, Honestly, it's all ridiculous. I do. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say before I talk about this specifically is mm-hmm. I'm going to be very interested to see what type of literature or studies comes out about this thing with George Floyd, because I'm mm-hmm. very interested to see why this was the one that got people to change. They got people to think about these things. You Black know, like people, white people like why, why was this the one you want to know why? This is my theory. everything else was closed. And also, (laughs) and I said this to my friend around the time it happened. I'm like, you don't know why you don't see a lot of white people, like a lot of people, like a lot more white people engaged and enraged. It's because typically when black people are killed by the police, there's a way for you to argue against it. With George Floyd, they couldn't. It's like, there's literally eight minutes and 45 seconds. What do you, literally, they couldn't argue against it. I'm like, y'all can, they can nitpick here and there and you heard whispers, but it wasn't yells. It wasn't a Trayvon. And even then it's like, he's a child. What are you doing? This but even that, now. right? There's been, there's right. been ones in the past. And they, been but notice, the they've, st- they've been able to argue against it. But also remember, right now, everything is closed. Right. They can't focus on anything. And then they couldn't argue against it. You could argue against Eric Garner. You could argue against Mike Brown, even though you shouldn't. I'm like, I'm not saying that they should be arguing. Right. You shouldn't be arguing against it because it's like, literally, this is a police officer. They have power. This is an unarmed person. They even, they argued against Philando Castile. It's like, whoop. What? It's like But here's the thing. There's been times where like a lot of white people are in agreement that the cops did something wrong, like the overwhelming majority. But ultimately mm-hmm. their response is that's an isolated incident. You know, right. that, it's that, like that bad, that's a bad it's cop. A wolf. That bad cop should be in trouble and then move on. Right? right. This is particularly different because the response wasn't, at least from my perspective, the response wasn't um what's his face? I forget his fucking name. Um, it's a shame. It's bad. Not George Floyd. I'm, I'm talking about, I forget the cop's name. The response wasn't, he's oh. a bad cop. Let's move on. The response from this one was like, maybe there is a problem with police. Right. Because remember, and I'm like, okay, what's, di- hold on, what right. is different about this? Because thing? remember, every outside is closed. They had nothing else to focus on. It's like, oh shit, maybe we should be looking at this. Because I'm sorry. They're not out shopping. They're not out traveling. They're not work. Some of them aren't working. They have nothing. 
there's nothing left to do, Sal. Yeah, there's nothing left to do. It's like, they have to pay attention to this. And then it's kind of like, because typically a lot of them will argue, hell, they're arguing about Breonna Taylor and she was killed in her sleep. That is how you know racism is so insidious that you're actually like arguing, this woman was killed in her sleep. Well, and what they do is, they try to say, well, I'm not saying she should have been killed. I blame right. her boyfriend. It's kind of like, still, still like, you're still blaming is, her. You're still blaming still, her. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't have been with the boyfriend. She should pick better men. I heard a black man do that, and I had to shut my computer. I was like, have you? Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. Let me let me go, because I'm going to say something. I'm like, you little nignog. Have you? <sighs> okay. So Not to mention, I saw this. I saw what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I saw that post. Not to mention, like, 75% of the things he said in that post weren't even accurate. Correct. And pertaining to the case. And even, my thing was, even if every single thing on that list was accurate, right, even if she was selling drugs, even if she knew that the police, like, even if all those things were true, she still shouldn't have been shot. Right. In her <laughs> She sleep. still shouldn't have been shot. No, like, that's what the warrant. thing is. Yeah. <laughs> even if all those untrue things were true. She still mm-hmm. shouldn't have been shot. That's what I always say about these things. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, maybe this guy, maybe this guy did run for the cops. Maybe he did punch right. a cop. Maybe he did punch a cop in the face. I'm not saying you should just punch cops in the but face. But that, that's this is not Judge Dredd. What are y'all yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm like, y'all watch Judge. I know it's a remake out there too. Shout out to Carl Urban. I just love him. I don't know what it is oh, called. I, I just love I love Carl Urban. I know there's two different Judge Dredd movies. They are a little bit different than each other. The Sylvester Stallone one is canon. I don't know. I love campy movies with Sylvester Stallone. That's why I love Demolition Man, which is why I cannot wait to come on hot side and talk about Demolition Man because <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's it's the best. Wesley and Sylvester in the same movie. <laughs> there. Anyway, so. But I read this thing. I read this mm-hmm. um, contract with Black America. Okay. Now. It's very interesting because the part that he was talking about with Jada was talking about black banks. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, I'm like, is that, here's the thing about a, a ice cube and a, to a, a lesser degree, a Umar Johnson. What he's saying is not 100% correct, but correct. it's 100% ashy at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can tell. It just sticks out. Because I'm like, reading this and I'm like, okay. I mean, it's like, okay. Bad. I mean, this is not bad, but it's like, when he talks about representation, I'm like, see, there's stuff that you're not including because you're not including women. You're not including queer folks. There's a, you're not including differently able folk. You're not including a lot of people and you don't and so, care. But their <laughs> argument would be, their argument would be, well, I hear black women saying, I didn't say black, I said black woman. I didn't say, I heard trans women say, I didn't say black women, I said black trans women. I mm-hmm. want to hear about what they have about black. So their argument would be, I'm talking specifically about black men, right? I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's take this on face value. It's kind of ridiculous because black men are always centered in the context of black issues, which has been the same, has been it ever since there's been a fight for black liberation in America. All the way from the beginning, black men are always straight black men are always centered in this conversation. But let's just pretend that we're going to ignore that, right? Okay, you want to have these politicians address what they're going to do specifically for mm-hmm. black men. Okay, mm-hmm. my question to you is 
what policy are you looking for on here that I I've every link every single thing on this contract I've seen them address in somebody's platform. Now it may not mm-hmm. be to your liking, it may but not be it as far as you go, it but it has addressed. been addressed. And so my argument here, my issue with this is that these black men are presenting it as if no one's talking about this. So, like, <laughs> mm, so you know, what's, I'm looking at this. You know what's sticking out to me is them talking about gerrymandering. Now, he is not the first person to say it, but he's one of the prominent people to say it, and that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is a mm-hmm. big white man. He was the governor of California. He's also a Republican, and he kept talking about it people were just like what the fuck is he talking about it I'm like y'all don't understand i'm like uh mind you he's a republican isn't he supposed to not care i'm like oh he's been talking about this for like five years mm-hmm. and then he's talking about i will give my own money since y'all saying that we don't have the money to open up these voting places i'll give you my own money and i'll make sure they're open let me know here's my number you can call me Yes, because there was a point in time in life where Republicans actually did care about the right to vote. That doesn't right. exist anymore, but it, it did exist but at one are. point. And that's mostly because Arnold Schwarzenegger is not from here. This no. is by the, you know, like, because you and I, we watch movies. So, you know, the running joke in earlier movies was Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be president. The only reason why he's not is because he wasn't, he's not a natural born citizen. So he right. can't be president, but he can be governor. And but here's the thing, like okay, like let's take Boris Johnson for example, and this mm-hmm. relates to this. Mm-hmm. Boris Johnson is a crazy person. He's oh, pretty yeah. fucking racist. Oh yeah. But even Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson supports socialized medicine, basically Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Boris Johnson supports voting. Mm-hmm. Boris Johnson got talked all that shit about how COVID don't mean shit, right? Talked all, big shit. Mm-hmm. End up getting COVID, going to yeah. the hospital. He got pretty fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Boris Johnson comes out of COVID and goes. All right, guys, listen, I was poo-pooing this shit, right? But this shit is really bad, and we need to start making some changes with some COVID. Like, I like I learned I learned a lot from this shit, right? Mm. He's terrible. I'm not defending Boris Johnson. He's no, terrible. No. You compare that to American Republicans? Like, Trump comes out of COVID and says, don't let COVID scare you. Oh, Kick we're going to, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put a pin in that because we're going to get to that in high key. Just but that relates know. to this. It's high key, yeah. I wanted to relate to that to say that these things that he wants aren't bad, but and they're good. But my thing is, you didn't need to make a contract with Black but America. That, for it was kind of like Black America. I'm like, but the thing about it is, gerrymandering, reform of gerrymandering should be for everybody because you push around. Latinx people and sidebar. I know a lot of people are like going like, uh, let's talk about Latinx people and people of color. I'm like, so we're gonna we're gonna have the discussion about race versus the ethnicity. Not today, but I think because oh, yeah. whiteness is so insidious that it will it'll be discriminatory against other whiteness. Hence why they had a problem with um Latinx and Hispanic folks, because racially they may be white. But they're like, oh no, we're gonna over you because of your ethnicity. Or some of them, Jew- right? If you're, that's what I'm saying. Not all Latinx and Hispanic because people some are- some white skinned Latinx people look. I don't mean to say I don't mean this in a racist term, but like look like they're Latinx people, and then other white skinned Latinx people can pass. And no, that's what I'm talking about. Like racially, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, racially they're considered white, but yes. unless they are an indigenous Latinx person or an 
Afro-Hispanic or Latino person, they're still considered racially white, but because of their initiative, they're othered. Or if, like if they were Jewish, because remember, for segregation, Jewish people used to be a part of that. Italians used to be a part of that. Then white people who were they're Protestant, right, they were just like, hey, we need some more white people. Oh, you look white. Come on over here. And now the white people are turning on the Jews people again. Which is- right. And it was kind of like, y'all, I'm like, uh, they hated you too. And this was not, and like, and you are racially white, but also all Jewish people are not white. Right. Well, there's, right. So then there's the rub. It's like, uh, all right. Yeah. So that's why it didn't work. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like ethnicity is a very hilarious thing. And it was just like, oh boy. But um, gerrymandering, if that should, that should be gone Period. Redlining should be gone, period, because they don't just push around black people. If you are non-white and poor, they're going to push you to a certain place where they can stick you. Um, one thing I will say, because, man, this, this thing is 22 pages, y'all. Um, y'all can find it, because it's like, it doesn't address black maternal health. That is an issue. It doesn't really necessarily address mental health either, because one, um, mental health is poor for the vets. There are a lot of black people who are vets. So this is why when you hear black America, I'm like, tell me a black law. Tell me a black crime. Tell me something that only affects black people. Because that's not how the country is set up. But, no, uh, yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's not how this is set up. So if you want to talk about gerrymandering and getting rid of the red line, it's not, not, it's not just for black people, but it was set up for black people and then- and it works in reverse too. That a lot of, and I'm not blaming black people, but a lot of black people do this. Is where they're like, well, I want to hear about a law. I want to hear what you're saying specifically about black people, and that's good. You should I'm not mm-hmm. saying you shouldn't, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, there's a lot of policies that may not explicitly say Same this for is black for black people, people but, but black it affects people black people. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, if a politician is talking about that, and not to say you should take politicians for work, but let's say a politician mm-hmm. is really serious about some issue. Like, let's say, like, the Green New Deal, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, there are parts in the Green New Deal that do do, do address racial inequality and uh, environmental justice and racial mm-hmm. justice. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of parts of it that's not specifically tied to environmental racial justice, but it will absolutely help black and brown people yeah. in this country, right? And so mm-hmm. I don't need you to say, well, what about the black New Green Deal? Like, Right, that's not, that's like, not necessary. Like, kind of like when you talk about them raising the minimum wage. I'm like, how many black people are working jobs below $15 an hour? How is that not benefiting them? How many black right. people are in the military and they need better health insurance, better mental health insurance? That, like how many black trans people are in the military and they took away their, um, their health care to talk about like for their hormones and for their therapy, how many black trans people does that help? How does not like allowing um, same sex marriage, how is that not beneficial to black people? I'm like, this affects everybody, but this is what happens when you think queer shit is white shit. We think right. women's shit is white women's shit. It's like, and no, but, we're over here too. What are you doing? And they don't even do the thing, right? You can easily do a thing. A lot of people would fall for this, but you can easily do a thing and be like, okay, I want to make, 
I want to bring up issues that are specifically pertaining to black men because that's who I am and that's who I understand. And I and I done. I'm not saying this is not what I would do. I'm just saying you can mm-hmm. do this, and you can say I'm not saying that there aren't issues that affect all black people and issues that affect black women specifically and black trans people specifically and black gay people specifically, mm-hmm. black non-binary people specifically. Those things need to be addressed, and you can say that I don't have enough insight on those things to to use that, but I'm willing to work with someone else and elevate their voice to address those issues. But this particular thing is related to black men because that's what I know, right? You could do something like that. You could say, I don't know enough, but someone come to me and I will use my platform to elevate you to make sure that these issues get addressed as well. But that's not what they do. They say, I'm gonna make it, he said, I'm gonna make a contract for black America. And the only thing in here a lot of these things will help all black people. Right. But there's a lot of things that aren't that are are over are are not brought up in these things. Mm-hmm. Specifically to women and uh LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. And but you're saying it's for black America. Say right. it's for black men. Like go ahead and say just say don't, it. Say, don't lie already yet. Don't act like we don't understand because I think it was um it was somebody on Twitter and it was a she had talked to, um, she had read all of it. She had the time to read over it. And she's like, well, where about for black women? He went, uh, 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 um, um, well, I mean, it's in there. It's like, it's not, if you want a contract that is explicitly stating things, don't say, oh, we got y'all in there. No, explicitly state. How right. do you want to talk about black maternal health? How do you want to talk about the rates of black people being in emergency rooms and hospitals and their pain is not managed correctly? They're on pain medicine that's supposed, they're supposed to get every four hours and they may be getting it every six to eight. Right. It's like, like no, that's a problem. Like, let's say it's reversed. Let's say... Uh, I don't know if this to be true, but I'm just going to use this as an example because it's easy for people to understand. Mm-hmm. Let's say there was uh, a disparity in black men getting testicular cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's say a black woman, uh, let's just say uh, Trina. Let's say Trina wanted to make a contract for black women. She says, you know what? I want some things. I want some politicians to address the needs of black women that I don't think are feeling being addressed. And I'm going to talk about maternity health and talk about uh, pregnancy rates and talk about Roe and talk about all types of things with black women, right? If she doesn't have in there, uh, what about black women with testicular cancer? I would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, because she's not, because she said this was about black women. Like she right. said, this is something that I want people to address for black women. Okay, that's fine. Good. But if she said, okay, I want these politicians to address things for all black people, because I think all black people, we have a lot of issues for all black people. And here's the thing. You're not going to get everything. That's fine. You're not going to get everything. People aren't going to get everything. But right. when, when somebody brings something up that you don't have, what you do is you say, you know what? I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, because quiet as it's kept, if the woman, because your testicular cancer example is a good one, because that would actually bring in trans women. Yes. Because then it's like, you're going to have to sit with that. It's like, well, you know what? We are because he's like, no, this is for women. I'm like, because there's some women that weren't, that were born men. So that is including them, but then it's like you're going to have to have black men who's not willing to wrestle with that part because they're like, oh, no, we're not talking about them. I'm like, see, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, so it's kind of like it's not as inclusive. I mean, he also wants Juneteenth to be a federal holiday, and it's like, 
oh, baby, we don't want that. And not yeah, because like I, I don't think the- you should celebrate. I'm not saying don't celebrate Juneteenth, but um, you mm. know what? I'd rather have a holiday. If we're being honest, uh, just <laughs> make election day a holiday. Hello. That'll do a lot for black people. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, make that. I mean, because it should. Because a lot, you know, it's funny. Other countries do that. Yes, it's yes. a holiday. It, election day is a holiday. That way, it's like you don't have as to many go people as possible to participate. To participate. <laughs> it's like uh, at least if you're not going to make it a holiday, make it a floating holiday at some. Because you know how some jobs have floating holidays. Mm. Make it a floating holiday for people. If you can't just go with a floating holiday, because I mean, I mean, if we're being honest, Martin Luther King Day is not a holiday for everybody. No. It's not a federal election day should be like Christmas where everybody's off except the most necessary shit, hospitals, things like that. Correct. And that's the thing. Even when you work at the hospital, people um, rotate holidays. So if you yes. work election day one year, you're not going to work election day the next year. So it should be. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, it should be a paid holiday for everybody. That way. That's the other reason. I think that's the thing that people don't factor in about voting is that people, some people choose not to because they can't get the day off work. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Right. It's kind of like, or, I can't or they get of off, they get off, but they don't have enough time. Well, you know, oh, I'm going to go over to my lunch, my lunch break. And then you go to vote, and it's fucking two and a half hours. You got to wait. Well, I can't go right. to my lunch break. Right. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't take a half a day to go vote. It's like, or like, if you're lucky enough, because when I did vote on election day and not early voting, that's why I like um, early voting. Um, it's like I would go early in the morning because, you know, polls are open at seven. I didn't have to be to work till eight, but I would say, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late because I'm going to go vote. Mm-hmm. And if you had the job, it was like, okay, that's cool. You can make up the time. Or they're like, oh, yeah, I'm oh, sure that's fine. It's like, but everybody's job doesn't have that. It's like everybody's job is like, no, it's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to dock your pay. And some people are like, yeah, I can't afford for you to dock me two, three, four hours of pay. Now, here's the last thing I want to say about this before we move on. Mm-hmm. The other thing I don't like about this is the disingenuous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And here's where it comes, right? Okay, so I saw that Biden plans to meet with Ice Cube to talk about this, right? <laughs> yeah, good for Biden. Like, I don't think Ice Cube is the one that you need to talk to. Like, if Ice Cube wants... I think Ice Cube or celebrities who aren't that informed, because Ice Cube has admitted, like, he hasn't been participating in this... If they use their platform to prop up these issues so that more people, like the people that listen to them and look up to them, go out and vote and do those things, good, right? Okay, fine. So if you want to meet with Biden and you got actual people who know what the hell they're talking about in regards to these things who come with you to the meeting and he actually mm-hmm. talks to them and you're just a face to make it, you know, to get the publicity out, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. But here's the thing. Why it says the Trump campaign sent me us their plan for black America. Child. So then they, they're sharing on the website. You can find here the plan sent to us by the Trump campaign. Why are you even entertaining that? You know that there's nothing ingenuous about that. It's like, you trickle, know that. It's trickle down as fuck. And the bad part about it is, that's the... It's so, yeah, before we wrap... Yeah, we're going to put a bow in this, but I'm going to wrap it up with this. The first thing is, I'm so tired of hearing people like O'Shea acting like black people are not politically astute. There are a lot of black people who are, they make like, like yourself included, who make it their business to know this shit. And because your rich ass didn't pay attention for God knows how long, cause you feel like you didn't have to, 
And now in May of 2020, you're like, I guess I should get my shit together. Nigga, you 40 something years old. Have you lost your goddamn mind? There are people who make this their goddamn business. You want to know why? Because all these black people in fucking politics. You think they're just sitting there? You think they don't study? You think they don't go to school? Who the fuck do you think you are? How dare you discount all these black people that you will never meet and never know because they do this shit grassroots. Hello, our president who had two terms was a fucking community organizer. Who the fuck do you think you are? Well, it's even worse than that because there are a lot of black people who aren't politically organized, I mean, politically aware, but there's a lot of white people who aren't either. Exactly, and a lot of Latinx so it's like, people, it's like, and a lot of Asian people, like most people, people aren't that way. And if you were to take it per capita, like if you were to go ratio, the ratio of black people are is much greater than the ratio of white people. Because if you look at the people who don't vote, right, one of the things, not to go too much on tape, but this is really quick. If you think about how Trump won, right, a lot of people who voted for Trump were people who did not participate in politics. They were a lot of white people who lived in rural parts of these random fucking states. They didn't go to who, town halls. They didn't do primary. They didn't do shit. They didn't they care did. about nothing. And they Trump spoke to their racism and their white grief and their anger. For oh, he's not a black people. man. I'll vote for him. Oh, good. Because I want this nigger out of office. Because no, not even that. They didn't switch. vote for any white people before. But Trump spoke to their white grief. And those people who never participated in politics before came out and voted in droves for Trump. Right. So like this idea that black people are the only one that don't participate in politics is absurd. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. And it's also you, you bring up a good point about the ratio. And it's like, you want to know why black people care? Because we had to fucking fight for it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't given to us. We had to fucking fight. What are you doing? It's like you. I know people are like don't bring up my ancestors had to like like my ancestors died to vote. And it's I'm like, OK, fine. Let's take die off the table. They fought so you could vote. They're like, no, they had they fought. The no, table. I don't they have a choice. And it was, well, I'm talking about for folks. Like for me, I don't, because I know people died. It's like, yes. I know I know a person who died recently. He got his whole head bashed in and went right into politics. That was John Lewis. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you don't even want to like put your brain around people who actually did die, realize you had to fight. That's why black people care, because they fought. This wasn't just given to them. And they didn't have good choices when they started either. Remember, it was racist and racist. Who's less Who's less yes. racist to me? And I know y'all want to talk about Democrats. I'm like, guys, George Wallace was a Democrat. That George Wallace. It's like, no, racism is both parties, but the difference between Democrats, there's more black and brown people over there. So they're like, oh, no, we're going to kind of stir this up because, hi, y'all, Daniel Cameron is a whole fucking Republican. Yeah, man, he got... It's like, man, how dare you? Of course, black, we care about black women. Sir, you cannot say that right now because you literally did not prosecute any of those officers for Breonna Taylor's death. You prosecuted a fucking wall. And then you lied to that grand jury. You lied. You got on TV and they're like, wait a minute, we didn't hear nothing about what he just said. We didn't hear nothing of that. So I would love to see how this is going to go. And notice there's nobody protecting Daniel Cameron. He's out on that ledge. No, none of white people are protecting him. You notice they're not. They're not protecting his ass. They're like, uh, well, ooh, look at the time. Ooh, girl, I got to check on. And he's like, wait a minute, what? Y'all elected me? Yeah, they put your nigger ass. He's going to be out of there. He's going to be out of there because. Oh, you know he ain't getting reelected. They they elected a Democratic governor, which I was shocked. Yeah. Myself was shocked. That's the thing. Daniel Cameron was elected last year. I was like, huh? 2019. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, he ain't getting reelected. But 
they might try to get his ass out. I don't know because you know it's state, state, state is a little bit different. This is not the federal. This is not national election. This is state. Everybody's state is different. But believe me, that grand jury is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, pull that shit, pull them records, show them exactly what you told us. Don't get up there in line and say, I gave them everything. They're like, no, the fuck he didn't. Wait, wait, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, he didn't. He didn't tell us this, this, that, this third, hither and yon. No, he didn't. It's like, mm, see how that works. <laughs> a little lonely on that ledge, Miss Watson. <laughs> okay, so next, the last thing in mid in mid key is the story of Jonathan Price. And so, for anybody who doesn't know, Jonathan Price is a man that was uh, he stopped to break up a domestic dispute, and instead of the people in the dispute getting either arrested or assaulted by the police, he was tased and then shot by the police. He was trying to break it up. You know, the hashtag went out. Uh, People were like, oh my God, this is terrible. And then, well, well, things are found. Cause you know, the internet is forever. So Mr. Jonathan Price, he has thoughts and feelings and he decided to share his thoughts and feelings. Now, mind you, this man has passed away. This man, I don't think his Facebook page was public. It may have been private. Who knows? So whoever follows him on Twitter had no problem showing y'all this shit. (laughs) Cause if it's private, only people, his, only his friends can put it out there. Okay. So this is what was on his Facebook page from June 15th of this year with all, and he has a monkey emoji, Lord, I'm sorry, it's a gorilla emoji, Lord have mercy. With all the tension and animosity going on with race and the police one time, I'm on the same fence as little Wayne with him saying a a white cop saved his life and hasn't been too vocal based off experiences. Brain emoji. Man, he got too many emojis. How old is this fool? I was raised by the Malones and Woodruffs in my hometown for a large amount of my youth. Was my second family then and still are in 2020. I have to say, if I have to say anything, the amount of food fed to me, money they spent on me, outweighs any BS about race or color right now. I have family that's never done a damn thing for me or supported my business ventures and they're my blood. They will forever be 100, 1 million in my book. And they know who they are. They are there to blame for my countryside and addiction to white women, not complaining one bit. There were times I should have been detained for speeding, outstanding citations, outdated registration, dozing off at a red light before making it to my garage downtown Dallas after a long night out. I've passed a sobriety test after leaving a bar in Wiley, Texas by two white cops and still let me drive to where I was headed. And by the way, they're consider they consider Wiley to be very racist. I've never gotten I've never got that kind of energy from the popo. Oh my god. Not saying black lives don't matter, but don't forget about your own or your experiences through growth slash waking up. Good. <sighs> I don't under, this, I don't understand. Why did you have to say that? Like, good. Like, I'm, I'm glad, glad they, you ran glad into some cops I'm gl- that treated you, mean you they good. Tr- good. Right. right. <laughs> That's how like, it's supposed to be. They stand there like it's this thing. Like, you, you know, you're wrong about these things. Like, no, you. You, you mean they treated good. you like a person? Yeah. 
So you know good white people. Good. I know so some good white people. Too. I know some good white people too. <laughs> but it's like this is an individual thing, not a collective thing. What do you do? And his addiction to white woman just took me out. So you know. I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but typically at these protest marches, the majority of the people marching are black women. So you know how this is going, right? You know how this is going. It's like, oh, so it's fuck us, right? What was that boy's name? Safan Clark? Oh, yes. Yeah, he got shot in his, like, grandma's backyard, and they were just mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then they found out what he thought about black women, and all of a sudden, you ain't see too many hashtags, fam. Mm-hmm. So the, the Jonathan Price thing is very interesting because you see a few people doing it, but you don't see a lot of people doing it. Because well, interesting is that cop got charged with murder. Yeah, he did. His whole name. I was like, wow, this moves fast. This moves fast. Because I'm like, huh. Um, so, yeah, the police officer is Sean David Lucas. And he has been arrested and charged with murder. Yeah, murder. Actual murder. I was like, wow, Texas is moving. But, you know, I wanted to bring this up because it's very interesting. Because they, for people who are saying, I'm not yeah, I'm not going out my way for this. There are people going, but he's a black man and he was he was killed. I'm like, yes, and I'm very sad about that. And he, unfortunately, is a hashtag. I don't think people should be put on this place of, you should just be marched for everybody no matter what. So that's not how humans work. And you will be hard-pressed to find a lot of people who based on that post from Facebook, seemingly seems like he wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. And it's like, that's the rub in that. And that's, it's it's very interesting. It's kind of, it kind of makes me think about when Nipsey Hussle died and a lot of queer black men and queer black people in general and also black women, they're like, I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm not going to say anything. And they'd be like, why are you not talking about Nipsey? I'm like, I don't have anything nice to say about him. So why would I be nasty about somebody who passed away? Let me just be quiet. Yeah, that's fine. And that's what you're seeing with Jonathan Price, because you're not seeing a lot of talk about it. Oh, I think part of it is also because it wasn't on video mm-hmm. and because the cop got charged with murder. Right. Like, here's the, the funniest thing to me, not to get off this topic, but just to make a macro point. The funniest thing to me is when like people be like, I don't want people to march these cities and burn the cities down. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. I don't if I own a business, I wouldn't want my business burned down. I'm I get that. Right. So all that if you just if you came out they came out the next day when they saw that video, I'd be like, This is appalling. Mm-hmm. We're going right to the attorney general. Mm-hmm. And then the very next day they go, Yep. We're bringing this dude in. He's arrested immediately, like one day. You wouldn't have, you might start, you have protests, but you wouldn't have the people. And the thing, right, shit. <laughs> right. And the thing about this is like the people destroying y'all cities that y'all talk about. Um, Yeah. And some of them are ops and some of them are white people. And they're actually yeah, doing it on ops. purpose. But also most of the protests are literally peaceful. 
Yes. And sometimes so it becomes are, violent. It's, it's like the ones sometimes that because it, they're angry. Right. They're angry, and they're then angry. you send the cops in to agitate them, and then it blows. And they're up. being antagonized. You're yeah. watching police drive past, spraying them with pepper spray. It's like, uh, so are we going to most of these protesters if, or no? If most of these, and like for like, let's say Breonna Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. The Breonna Taylor one, I can understand why it took them a little bit longer, but they should have been charged. But I can understand why it took them a little bit longer because they had to get all the details. Because technically, they did get shot at. But if they would have been like, okay, let's get all the details. We got the story. Okay, all right, let's go arrest these people. You wouldn't have had a hundred days of protests there. You okay. wouldn't. I'm, I'm just speaking from like the people who are worried about that shit. I don't give a fuck about them. But I'm just using that as an example that they don't actually care because they actually care. Like even if you don't actually care, right? This is the one thing I always see with like businesses. Like some businesses are still racist as fuck, but the businesses will be like, uh, I don't want the hassle of being sued. So mm-hmm. let Pretty me much. treat black people good. Let me like at least act like I like black people. I'll still donate millions of dollars to Trump. My CEO will and all types of shit. But at least I'll hire black people like like Chick-fil-A, right? Things like that. But they they don't even do that. And so like this one, a lot of people aren't talking about it because of that on Twitter, because that's where that would come up on Twitter. Because the other thing I always say about this is like on the Internet, in the real world, it's so different, right? Correct. So, like, so in the real world, people would never even hear about this, that mm-hmm. part about Jonathan Price. Like, it wouldn't even come up to them. And not I'm going to say the real world because that's I'm not saying that people on Twitter are bad or wrong. So I don't mean to use that. Mm-hmm. Too much. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in the in the outside world, that wouldn't even come up. First of all, and if it did come up, that type of statement, like the, I, th- this, is not me defending it because it's wrong, and all these types of things are wrong, but. What I've realized is that these types of statements in the general public don't get people upset, even if they disagree with it. Not like on Twitter. Like, it's very weird. Like, and I don't understand why. I don't understand why. But I'll give you a personal example really quick. So I'm in a a Madden. uh, I play a Madden league, right? It's a franchise league. We play every year since like Madden 15. Mm-hmm. There's 32 of us, and we each have a team. We live all across the country. We have a group chat together because we schedule and we talk about sports and other shit, and we play each other, right? And we play multiple seasons, like 10 seasons of Madden, right? Oh, okay. So uh, we're in this group chat, and, you know, other things come up. Sports, obviously sports comes up, but, you know, mm-hmm. politics comes up, other things come up, right? And so, like, somebody was, like, using the F word pejorative, like gave slur, and I said... And I went to chat and I was just like, hey, man, you shouldn't use that. Like, that's fucked up. Like, don't use that term. It's like, and there's nothing like, first of all, there's nothing wrong with being gay. And secondly, on top of that, you don't use that term when referring to gay people. Right. And so a bunch of people jump on me and they're like, oh, look at this softy. Look at him. He's got his panties in the butt. He don't want. Look, he said the F word. He can't even say the word. And I'm in this. And, it, and then they just went on and on and on. And it, I went to one of my friends who thinks like me, who's in the league. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey, man, I had to leave the chat for a second because that shit bothers the fuck out of me. And he was like, yeah, I get it. And I was like, no, this is my my point is like, you know, when these things happen, like you got to call that shit out. But the other thing that makes me sad is that I always, this chat and fa- like Facebook and things like that always make me realize is that the world that I exist in, like my friends, my podcast friends, my real life friends, the people I, I surround myself with on the internet are not representative of the larger population. 
in all groups, like right. larger population right. in general, right. black people in general, black men, like anything you do, if you expand that, like the space that we exist in on Twitter is not that in the real world. And so like when these things happen, because I think it was something else, like what was the guy, um's name, oh, damn it, forget his name, that got shot and killed in, I mean, that got shot in Atlanta. Um, I forget. Oh, name. I forget. I know who you're talking about. But there was like some things with his background in regards mm-hmm. to black women too, right? Because um, he was abusive. I think there's yeah, a, he allegedly abusive. he was abusive. Yeah. yeah. And so I see that and I go, yeah, people can do both. People can be sad and say this shouldn't happen and also be like, yeah, I'm not going to like cry myself to sleep mm-hmm. over an abusive person because even though it's wrong, like, you know, I, you know, two things, right? But if you go to the macro, right, to like People were marching. I guarantee you 75 to 80% of those people or more had no idea about those things. Correct. No earthly idea because those things don't circle around. And then even if they did find out, they wouldn't mm-hmm. care. Right. A lot of people wouldn't care. They'd be like, There's some people who don't. It's kind of like, that's uh, probably why. How do we why... know it's true? It's right. just alleged. It's just a rumor. I mean, we it's don't like... know what happened. We didn't hear his side of the story. We only got that one. Like you hear all right. those things, right? Yeah. Especially when it pertains to women. Mm-hmm. You hear all those things. We didn't hear the other side of the story. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Is there a chance in the world that he did not assault a woman and it was a lie or was it made up? I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a chance. But like, man, oh man, it's like but, after a while, you like, but why what's we- the chances of that? Like right. women don't typically like people make it seem yeah. like women lie about these things all the time. No, I'm, I'm sure there are a woman who lied about that. Like we mm-hmm. know, like, it was that football player, right? That the woman lied about being raped by him. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up getting back in the NFL, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that happens. But if it happens like one out of every three million it's, people, it's, it's something you shouldn't it's even bring rules. up. It's not rules. I'm like, right. this you is shouldn't not even rules. bring it up. Right. You, should, you shouldn't even bring it up because it's so rare that it's not even worth being explored, in my opinion. Right. And no, so, no. you're No, it's true. Because one, if you look at the actual statistics on rapes being reported it's literally not as high as you honestly think so for you to even bring up false false accusations i'm like if you're talking about you know actual reporting it's like probably at the most and i'm being generous 12 percent. it's not even that it's like right I'm, like and that's five. why i said generous like three that's why five. i said generous but here's the funny I, thing I think, about that but i think you, what was, we need to do okay. is um include what happens to indigenous women on reservations they're not included in those numbers that's why i said like 12 percent. if we're being generous if we're including them because the highest amounts of sexual assaults actually happen on reservations with indigenous women they got the highest stats of anybody else they're their own rules right and, they don't they, and they don't have a lot of, they don't have a big police presence on their reservations nope that's how this shit gets unchecked but here's the thing about that stuff even let's say it's ten percent, right? Let's just say yeah. ten out of every we're try- hundred. We're really trying to be generous here. We are being generous. Like let's be generous. Let's just say ten out of every hundred reported rapes are false accusations, right? It's not true, but let's just go with that, right? That doesn't even include the thousands and thousands of rapes that women just don't report because they don't want to deal with the bullshit, right? So that right. automatically lowers the percentage significantly lower because you're not even counting a significant amount that don't even say shit about it. They just be like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to say it because one, and also let's add, I know we watch, we all SVU um, and it sometimes comes up, but typically they go through the rigmarole of going through the trial. Here's one fun fact about sexual assaults and litigation and criminal charges. 
if the state does not think they can win, they won't even go to court. So you no. can actually report it and still nothing would happen to you. It's, it's like, like that with every case. Right. It's like that's what their excuse I, was with Breonna Taylor. They're like, we didn't think we could win it. It's like mm-hmm. we we because I mean that's what happened with, with the Freddie Gray case. That's they're like, that's how the police got off because she overcharged them. Mm-hmm. That's what people were saying. She overcharged. It's like because some of the laws, it was like, what she some of the charges is like. People are like, what the fuck is that? I've never even heard of that law. Where did she get that from? Which is why to like to talk about this to close, like one of the biggest issues with police reform that and police hold the police accountable that people don't talk about is not just we gotta charge them. Mm-hmm. It's you gotta change the laws. Right. Because because you like, gotta have like so strong airtight case. Yeah, the way it's now, you gotta have airtight cases. And even if you're even if you're an attorney general, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that is wrong. If you can't prove it in court, like, what are you supposed to do? Right. <laughs> if you can't prove it in court based on the laws that exist on the books currently, like, right. Like I, like I'm not trying to defend attorney generals, but I can, I can understand that apprehension because I'm just like, okay, if I go to court knowing I can't win and then I lose, one, the races what, are going to celebrate. What president Two, does? What's the precedent? What does that set? It's like, yeah, what does that set up going forward? Mm-hmm. Are people going to be scared to report? Like, it sets up so many other things. It's like, is it even worth, like, is it even worth that, right? So you got to attack those laws. But yeah, yeah. Like that thing, which I, I didn't yeah. know about that till you told me, till you sent me this. Like, I, I had heard, because I'm in Texas, so I heard about that he got, the, the cop got charged with murder. And so mm-hmm. my first thought was, like I was oh, saying, shoot. I was like, oh, oh good. Police officer mm-hmm. got charged with murder, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had no idea about his Facebook post. Because it was like, because it was going around Twitter and people went, okay, all right. (laughs) It's like, all right. Oh, all right. I'm going to go on somewhere else. It's like, no, I'm like, I hope that's the inverse Ava. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't wait. So this came right into high key, honey. So if everybody who knows y'all's man, y'all's president, he got COVID-19. Now, here's the thing about that. That the White House is a Petri dish because damn near everybody in his goddamn administration has COVID. Kellyanne Conway gave, got COVID, didn't tell her family, and the only reason why she told y'all is because her daughter is on TikTok and told everybody that my mother had COVID. She gave it to us. She didn't tell us. That is the only reason why Kellyanne Conway told y'all asses because her daughter don't give a fuck. She's like, my mother is a piece of shit. She did not tell her family that she had COVID. Just came home like like it was a typical work day. And that's how that happened. Like his chief of staff, that person, that his his mouth, his blonde mouthpiece, which I think her hair is beautiful, by the way. I, you know, I'll give y'all, I, I give, look, I have my moments. I, I like hair. I think hair is pretty, whatever. But literally almost everybody in that administration has COVID or have gotten it. And there's a couple of people who were like negative, negative, and all of a sudden it was positive. It was like, uh, yeah, because that's, yeah. Ooh, let's have fun with incubation periods, shall we? Mm-hmm. So like, the incubation period is crazy long, which is like, because like, for the cold, like for the common cold, I'll give it to you. Because I took it, I took a chronic and communicable illness disease. Some things, the incubation period may be like 24 to 48 hours. COVID is like 10 days. That is dangerous. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's 
like, God, golly. It's like, the inc- like yeah, because it's like somebody coughs on you like for a cold. Somebody coughs on you on Monday. You may have the cold by Thursday. That's generous. It's like uh, COVID is different because it could be a long time. You get a test. Sometimes it's not rapid test. That's what they're doing with the bubble. That's what they did with the NFL. Um, and mind you, you still see NFL players. A whole fucking team got an outbreak. The Tennessee Titans are like, wow. Stephen Gilmore from the Patriots has COVID-19. Cam Newton had COVID. I think he has COVID. I think they moved their game to either it was yesterday. I think they moved it to Tuesday, which what? <laughs> oh my God, it was like I think it was supposed because I think they were supposed to play on Sunday, and then they were trying to figure out when they were going to play the game. I think it was moved. Like I think whoever the Steelers were supposed to play on Sunday, they moved that game entirely. Yeah, they were supposed to play the Titans. Yeah, that, yeah, they were supposed to play Tennessee, so they just canceled the game entirely and they moved it. It's like they moved around the Raven Steelers game to do this. So it's like this is a mess. I have some breaking Trump COVID news. Oh, how nice. What you got? Trump campaign is exploring having him hold an event in Pittsburgh on Monday. (laughs) He don't give a fuck about (laughs) y'all. On Monday. (laughs) Sir, aren't you supposed to? Let me tell you something. So for everybody who doesn't know, this man who downplayed COVID, wanted to compare it to the flu, went to the hospital get is getting the best care because he's the fucking president of the United States. It's not because he's a rich white man. It's because he's the fucking president. Yes. Like, um, we're not talking about him being a alleged billionaire. This is not about this. He's the fucking president. So they have to take care of his ass. And also yeah. how many people around him that he had, cause he wasn't always doing socially distancing. He wasn't always wearing masks. What about his secret service? How about the people that work in the white house? That is a fucking Petri just there. So he left after three days, he was standing up shortness of breath saying, don't let COVID take over your life. I'm back guys. Here I am. And I'm like, what? Have you lost your fucking mind? Donald people are dead. Chris Christie is on a ventilator right now in the ICU. Herman Cain died. What are you doing? That was the one criticism of this. The only one that I did not understand with people. When people were like, oh, the president is getting all this great treatment. Like, normal people wouldn't get that great treatment. He's the fucking president. What are y'all doing? (laughs) I'm like, like, okay, we all hate fucking Trump. I get it. But he's He's the the, president. He's the the president. (laughs) Guys, if... Excuse me. What if, oh, oh, heaven forbid, Obama had gotten into a car accident? He would get the best care because he's the <laughs> president. What are y'all doing? Y'all didn't if watch Obama it. got an offender bender. They would go do are all types of tests on him Excuse to make me. sure he's okay. He'd be flown to shock trauma. He'd be, they'd be like, why are we taking the president to shock trauma? He's a fucking president. Y'all didn't watch Scandal? None of y'all watch Scandal, huh? Excuse me. Fitz got shot. You know, do you think he got like subpar care? No, because he's the fucking president. <laughs> president. That was the only part. I, didn't I, was, get. Like, I was like, guys, I don't get he's the president. What y'all? They can't not take good care of him. Believe me, I, I'm pretty sure there's some doctor, and I'm not telling y'all to do this. I'm pretty sure there's some doctor who wants to get a syringe and pump an air bubble into his IV. Yes, that can kill you, you guys. That is real. That really can kill you. <laughs> you pump air into that. Yeah, it could kill somebody. Anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some people who would love to do that. However, they can't because, well, they'd go to jail. And also, that is evil and vile, even though he is evil and vile. Now, the part about Trump being like, 
Oh, I killed that shit. I kicked Kova's ass. Look at me. Child. Now, that part with his care, that's the part you should be pissed at. Like, nigga, you got the best fucking care in the world. Right. Of uh, course man, you got I know that medical got, staff is like, are you fucking the, kidding me? The, anti, the antibody cocktail that they gave him, the experimental drug, right? Mm-hmm. I read an article on it today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seven people in the entire United States has had that drug. Seven. Seven. And most of those people are the people who were, you know, <laughs> experimenting with it. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the first people to actually like get it to help treat him mm-hmm. in this entire country. So like, okay, you got something that really helps kill it. The rest of us don't have that shit. So like, what's it's your still an experimentation. This? And also, sir, you're the fucking president. Why are you acting like this, sir? Vaccines have to go through trials. Why are you like this? It's like you, you actually have access to very smart people to organizations and companies that do this shit for a living and you are still sitting here being stupid i feel bad i don't feel bad for this dude but like that fucking doctor's risking his entire reputation whole to reputation go out there and give political statements that Child. are completely ridiculous Child. you know you don't believe that shit you don't get to that level of doctor without being good at when your they job. were just like the fact that they were like um what he just said is a lie he looks like he's <laughs> lying i'm like of course he looks like, why would he, why would, what would be the point of him wasting the truth on this administration? Not, What's the you point? You not get to that level of doctor without being good at your job. So I don't Hello. think he's a hack. He is he's very not. good at his job. He is being told to say that shit. And then I saw another thing that was quite interesting is that he is in the, he's a military doctor. So mm-hmm. technically Trump is his boss. He reports Correct. to Trump. So if Correct. Trump tells him to say something, the way the commander in chief shit works in our country, Hello. you have to do it. Like that was do- the other thing with the Secret Service, right? Secret services cannot, Secret Services cannot deny requests from the president. Correct. Even if they're unlawful or whatever. They correct. They, president says, I want you to do something. That's why I like the funny thing in scandal with like Fitz having an affair with uh, Olivia and stuff. Like uh-huh. the Secret Service can't say no to that shit. Like they really can't, can't, they can't talk like, about this. They, they have to say yes, and they, they have to do what the president asks them to do. They do. So if Trump says, I want to go take a joyride and wave to my fans, the Secret Service had to be, yes, sir. Like, they have no choice. Right. Yes, there, there's nothing that they had to do, which is why the Secret Service had to um, get the police to help them spray tear, tear gas on protesters so he could clear a path to go stand in front of a church with a bi- holding a Bible upside down. Because they had to. I was like, sir, you're the fucking president and there is a curfew. You could have literally picked a time after the curfew to do this shit. But oh no, not you. That would be too much like right. Too much. So the other part of this is what happened on the Twitters with with respectability and I'm going to say respectability because it's a lot of us operate under the good Christian thing to do. Now there are a lot of us who operate with the notion of I wouldn't wish X on my worst enemy. You don't wish death upon somebody. That's just not a good, that's not how I was raised. I was raised this way. I was raised this Christian way, Muslim way, whatever religious way, because most religions Literally all of them, except Satanism, I'm assuming, they don't, they frown upon you wishing death on people. So it's not a Christian thing. It's just a religious or spiritual thing. It's kind of like, yeah, wishing death on somebody is frowned upon. 
no matter what religion you practice, except for Satanism, I'm assuming. Um, so we watched Ava DuVernay do something very interesting, I should say. She wished um, Donald Trump well, and I hope you get... So her direct tweet was after, you know, was... I truly hope you get well as you're infected with a life-threatening virus and are physically ill. Also, you are a disgrace and a liar. You've cost hundreds of thousands their lives and you're a white supremacist. Get well sincerely and after that, we're going to vote you out. Now, if you look at that in an entirety, it's not, it's kind of sassy. However, for a lot of people, they didn't get past the first sentence. Because it's so weird to me. Can you explain this to me? So, because I'm just becoming aware of this whole controversy. Because I saw that tweet and I was like, that's what everybody's saying. I mean, that's what a lot of people on TV and famous people are saying. I don't understand. Because yeah, a lot of it was like, you know, God bless the president. People are like, what are you doing? This man, for me, I'm like, yeah. So it's the first sentence. Because as a football coach said, his name is Herm Edwards. He coined a phrase. It's not an original phrase. He just brought the phrase to light. You have to look at the optics of this. You are Ava DuVernay. You directed a movie about Martin Luther King Jr. You also directed a short, a um, documentary on Netflix called When They See Us, which you made a point to make sure that Donald Trump was included to show what a vile human being he was. You, the director of When They See Us, could not, it's, it doesn't look well. It's frowned upon for you to say, I truly hope you get well as you are. So it's the I'm wishing you well thing that gets people. The rest of the tweet is like, um, I hope you get well, but it's, it, it was supposed to read, yeah, I don't want you to die, but nigga, fuck you. That's how it's supposed that's to read. That's how I took it. Right. <laughs> that's but that's not, that's not how it came up to a lot of people because they just saw, I truly hope you get well. But there was a weird thing on Twitter. To, if we're being, There was a weird thing with like a bunch of people getting mad at other people for not saying, I hope he dies. And I just found that to be really weird. Not that like I have a problem with Trump died, but yeah, like, I'm not, not going to weep if he dies. Like uh, I don't. I'll be quite I did find it weird that people were like, "You don't want him to die," and I'm just like, so, it just felt weird. I mean, maybe that's just me, but it just felt weird. Because here's my, how I felt about this politically. Like, this is just a political statement, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted him to get well and lose because I feel like, besides Trump winning again, the worst thing that could happen is Trump dying and becoming some type of a martyr. Um, mm. I want him to lose and to get his ass destroyed to completely obliterate Trumpism and get those people out the paint. I don't want it to be a close victory because it's a close victory. He's going to try to take it to the courts. His people are going to take to the streets. All these white supremacists are going to be crazy. They're going to have, in their mind, they're going to have uh, a reason to riot and be upset that something was stolen from them. If he dies and he becomes a martyr, and then they're going to be like, well, we never got a chance to vote our martyr in and it's going to be crazy and yeah. politically i'm like i want him to get better and then i want him to get destroyed yeah i don't uh, want him to die before november 4th guys i really yeah. don't yeah so, he, like he could die november 5th and i'm good 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, and so, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause it's like, you know, I, I'm like, I, I understood what she meant, but here's the thing. And I, and I, and I need people to understand this. People don't know you in person, so they don't know what you meant. They just looking at your fucking words and the optics of the president of the United States, who not only downplayed this, which led the open the floodgates for millions of people to get diagnosed with COVID. Some of them have irreparable damage to their body. They are never going to get better. Over 200,000 people dead. To see somebody wishing this man well is going to anger people. And I don't think she meant it. The, so the thing about it is, instead of her taking a seat back and realizing that's how that looks, she doubled down and said, I don't wish death on nobody. I'm like, but baby, that's not what you said. So I'm like, it's like, I want you to take a beat and realize it's like, so, I, it's like, I want, it's like, I understand because I, I, I understand the notion of, because I've had people, I've tweeted all stuff and people confused what I said, but it's because they don't know me in person and they can't hear me and they don't know my heart and they don't really know me in person. They only saw my words. So they're like, this is what you meant. I'm like, that's not what I meant at all. And they're like, oh, so that's how. I ask you a question? I need I need you to help me with this. Okay. I'm kind of confused. Isn't it kind of nitpicky to say she they basically accuse her? Okay, okay. If you get mad at her for saying, I hope he doesn't die, it that's essentially saying you hope that he dies. Is it not? Wait a minute, say that again. So people got mad at her for saying I hope he doesn't die. That's essentially what she said. I hope you get well. She's I truly right? hope you get well. This is not yes. I I hope you don't die. It's well, well I hope you get well. get well. I hope you don't die. The opposite of getting well is getting worse, which means he would die. I mean, you I mean, uh, well, not necessarily cuz you could still be in the hospital for a long time. It's like you could like people like and who are in like literally having surgery, getting your tonsils removed. You would still say get well to them. <laughs> It's like, but it's just their tonsils. It's like something very arbitrary and it's like very routine, but you're still going, oh, get well soon because you're like not well right now. So it's like, because I hear what you're saying because it's kind of like, you don't want him to die. It's like, yeah, some people don't. I just find it weird. I think maybe it's just me and I, because I get both, I I truly get both sides of this, but like, I just find it weird that we're in a place on the internet where people will get angry at somebody saying, I hope you get better. Even if you're, cause like, here's the thing. I don't believe, I don't operate in that way, but there are people in this world who are like, like not to use this political term, but like Michelle Obama was like, when they go low, we go high. Like there are a lot of people who do operate on that thing. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of people who operate like, I don't care how fucked up you are. I'm not going to stoop to your level, right? I'm not yeah. going to become you. I'm not going to be, just because you're terrible, I'm not going to become you. It's like the whole thing where people talk about like black supremacy and like, oh, black people get this, they're going to be white. I'm like, no, black That's people aren't that, trying right. to be the white people. They're just trying to be equal, right? right? Just because you did something terrible to me don't mean if black people got in charge, we're going to enslave white people, right? So like, I get that there's people, there's people in the world who are just like, yeah, dog, Trump is the scum of the earth, but that doesn't mean I'm like him, that I want people like, like that I want him to die. So, like, I'm not that person, <laughs> but I get that there are people out there like that. So I just find it weird that somebody would be like, 
oh, you want him to get better? You're terrible for wanting him to get better because he's terrible. Like, I just, something about that's just weird to me. I think because, I think it's the, I think it helps. I wouldn't say hurt because I don't think it hurts. I think it helps that you're not including other variables because everybody on the internet isn't just looking at her like, oh, you're just wishing people well. There are people who are fans of her or just on the internet in general who have had family members die of COVID. And then you see the commander in chief, it be found out that he downplayed this, meaning that my family member could still be alive if there were stuff in place. My business could not be gone because we could have gotten in front of this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have lost my job. My kid could be back in school. My child could have had their graduation if we had been more prepared. So I think for a lot of people, this whole thing around COVID, it angers them. So yeah, no, they, like don't to wanna, they don't want to see us wishing anybody well, because it's like, it's fucking forever for a not just a few people, millions of people. You know what this is like to me? This is like when somebody gets killed by the cops and the families be like, I forgive that cop, right? And so the problem with that to me is when the media or when people demand that the family show forgiveness, when they demand black people show forgiveness, like when- I, I don't think it's that- But those people, but those, but no, those individual people, like you may be like, fuck that cop, fuck him. I don't care if he gets shot. I don't care if he goes to jail. I don't care if he gets a death penalty, fuck him. But that person, the family be like, well, I forgive that person. Uh, like I don't like I don't I don't wish. But that's on us. But that's on a smaller scale. I'm like his actions right. have affected a larger amount of people. So I mean I get the comparison, but I, I I think it's not it's comparable. But it's it's like a it's like. But no, what I was going to say oranges is, and grapefruits. Whenever that happens, people get on Twitter and be like, "How could you forgive? Like you know, how could you forgive Dylan Roof? How why?" And the the issue is black people shouldn't have to be forgiven. But, but if I an individual this, black person decides is, they want to, it should be okay. But I think what the, the thing about this, Brandon, is different because Ava doubled down. It wasn't that she tried to understand what people were saying. She was just like, no, I'm right and y'all wrong and fuck you. And also, I think it was a woman who worked at Vogue and she tagged Vogue in a response back to her which typically is done when you try to get somebody fired. She ended up deleting that and apologizing in a way or apologizing period. I mean, cause she's like, I tagged your boss and I shouldn't have done that. But then she also, when people were critiquing her saying, Hey, this hurts. Why are you doing this? She also started blocking people. So that's the other part. That's why it got so big. It wasn't that she just did this tweet and or deleted it. It's more of, she started blocking people that were saying, what the heck Ava, what, girl, this ain't it. It's like, oh my gosh. It was like, who you wished him well. It was like, so it was like, a, it was like a clusterfuck of all this other different stuff. It wasn't just, so I think it, it wasn't just that she did that tweet. You did, did the tweet, doubled down, started blocking people, started, you tagged Vogue, tried to like seemingly, what if Vogue had said, oh my God, Ava's, oh my God, Ava, we're so sorry. We'll fire her. What if they had did that? Well, yeah, I don't think they would have. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I'm that's why, that's why I was saying it's like, it's, it's too much. That's like Ava didn't look at the optics. She could have literally just said, y'all that like, or better yet, she could have let damn video and said, this is what I actually meant. I under, it's like, it's probably jarring for me, someone, and she could have tied this in. She's like, I know it's probably jarring for me, the person who directed when they see us to be wishing him well. 
what I meant by that. It's like, girl, you could do that. I'm like, ma'am, you have the words. You have technology at your fingertips. I so, think people are just fired up about this. And I, because I see and both I, sides of right, this. Right, right. Because I mean, because I, and I do too. Go ahead. I would, you wouldn't, I wouldn't be out there saying what Ava said. But I also be like, uh, yeah, I get that some people operate under that way. Yeah. So I just, I do find it weird that, like, I find it weird that somebody would be upset at her for that. Because, like, my thing is, when you talk about context, you also have the context that she is the person that directed when they see us. She is the person that did the 13. She is the person that did those things. So, like, you know, you have a long track record of what she's actually about. Yeah. You know she don't support white supremacy. You know she don't fuck with Trump. Like you have a long track record with that. So to me, it's like obviously she's just the type of person that don't wish death on anybody. And so like I, so it was kind of weird to see people react that way. But I also get like when she starts double down and tripling down, how that looks. So I, I definitely see both sides of that. I just found the initial reaction to be odd like it's just an odd thing for me to see that like people are are, are mad that you're not hoping someone die or dies or doesn't get and better. i think it's Even mostly because of person. right i think it's mostly because of everything that's been going on with him this is a man yeah. he finally it's weird to say finally but it's like it's i'm saying finally because you know he wasn't following the protocols that the cdc said we should do oh so no i'm personally with you <laughs> I, I'm personally with you. Right. It was 100%. like, right. So it's kind of like, that's the part that's fucked up. It's like, wait a minute. You had the power to make sure stuff could have been in place. You didn't do that. You ended up right. getting COVID. You automatically started downplaying it and y'all wishing him well. So it's like, that's not me. I'm like, I'm not wishing you well. I'm not wishing death on you either. I'm sitting here and eating my fucking food and not saying shit. Right. You can I'm not, like, say I'm not you can that. And I think that was the other part. That was other, the part of the critique. They're like, Hey, look, you didn't have to say anything. That was the she other part. To, but you know, that's my thing. But like some people are really like that. Yeah. Like that's what I, that's what's hard for me to get past is that like there are some people who are really like, I don't care how bad of a person you are, I don't wish death on you. I don't wish harm, ill will on you because I'm right. not that type of person. Like I truly want all people to get better. Yeah. Like, they are they are li- I think a lot of people are bullshit with it, <laughs> especially on the right, like the religious right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, they're full of shit. There are actual people who are like, yeah, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. If my worst enemy got COVID, I would want them to get better because I don't think anybody should have to go. So through like, there are people like that. Yeah, and I think the and I think this also didn't help her because when she tweeted through it, because she went from I, you know, I hope you get well because this is life threatening to you are an evil piece of shit in the next tweet. It's like, girl, what you doing? That's why people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, uh, it can't be both. This is why I like, you could have just said nothing. It's like, because one, the totality of the tweet, it's like, if you want to grade it, it's like a, it's like a C plus B minus. If we're honestly saying we're going to take points off for the first sentence, the rest of it is fine. But it's kind of like, also, you don't have to say anything or also because you are a and I don't know. It's just probably because I, it's the age we're at. It's like, it's okay. She's also a public figure, too. That's so the like, other thing. You have a platform. This is not some random Twitter nigga on Twitter saying this shit. You are Ava DuVernay. She also can't say a lot of shit. Like, I watch a lot of cable news, right? Yeah. Everybody that comes on cable news says, first and foremost, I hope Trump gets better. 
And then they go into their spiel about how he fucked everything up and how he didn't care about this and he was reckless and blah, 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 blah. But they always start with, I hope Trump gets better because they can't be the person who goes on TV and says, I hope, I don't care if the president gets better. Fuck him. Like in certain so public can spaces, I just give you, you can't say that. Yeah. So I will tell you this. Um, I'm going to read you a tweet. This is the tweet. Of course, we wish well all who are victims of COVID-19. However, we must call to account those who have ignored the advice of experts and chose to endanger themselves and others and thus become victims. That includes the president of the United States. That is from Maxine Waters. That is totally different than what Ava just said. And that essentially is the same thing that she is saying. Yes, both different. And And it's like, it's different. I'm like, that is different. So it's kind of like, it's, you could say it in a way. <laughs> it's like, there's a way you can say it without you saying, I hope you burn in hell, even if that's what the fuck you're thinking. Because like, one, Kamala saying Harris that you're born- have you in our thoughts, but she didn't say prayers. And right. It's kind like, of, of why do you have her? Why do you have the Trump in your thoughts? Why do you, he did this, this, and this. And I'm like, she can't come out and say- There's certain I, things you can't say. Like she can't say- Because one, also- she feels that way. Because also Ava can't say, I hope you burn in hell because that signals the Trumpers too. So it's like, you got to run that tightrope. Maxine Waters' tweet is a better tweet, mostly because she's like, of course we don't, of course we wish people well. But if you put yourself in danger, it's like you're putting other people in danger, which is what he did. It's like, you're still calling him to the carpet without saying, I hope you burn in hell next to bin laden so it's kind of that's why this is such an interesting day to me because i see both sides i see where they come from but i also see like when you don't when you're nobody not saying like you're not important but like when you're nobody you can go on the internet and say and hopefully it doesn't go viral because then other people will see it you can say if he dies he dies you're you're a no one but like when you are someone there's certain things you can't say like like jamel hill is a perfect example she it was a lot of things she could not say when she worked at ESPN, that she says now. Yeah. If she was still working at ESPN, she couldn't say a lot of the shit that she says now. Yeah, and a lot of times she, like, that's the thing, a lot of times she tweets through some some of the fuck, because one, and this is the other part of this, and this is the part that I wanted to bring up. Sometimes, as a person, one, people who are verified, who are platformed, they are people. So people fuck up. So here is my thing, and this is always going to be my thing. If you want people to allow you to be human, you have to allow your faves to be humans and humans fuck up. Them getting critique does not mean that you you can critique your pay, your faves. Nobody is above critique. Nobody. Nobody. And that was the thing. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, wait. It's like Kathy Griffin says, um, they all aren't winners. Some jokes don't land. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like it's okay to critique your fave but don't think they shouldn't be critiqued yep <clears throat> and that was my thing I was like no it's not if you critique your fave it's not, they're not going to stop being your fave it's like oh girl what you do this for I'm going to still go see your next movie but still what the fuck that's what I thought the reaction would be to her but I saw a lot more vitriol because I think people were hurt because she was tweeting through it and also she was blocking people, most notably black women. Those were the people saying, Ava blocked me. So then it was like, that's the other part of it. Because it wasn't that she just did this tweet and it was arbitrary. 
Because one, she could just tweet and mute the tweet and let it, you know, she's not going to see anything that people are responding to. So she may not see the ratio because she's not responding. So she won't see it. That's what happens when you mute a tweet, guys. If people didn't know. That's what happened. You mute it, you don't see it no more. But the fact that she was blocking people who were critiquing her, I had no idea what they were saying. They were like, I just asked her a question and she blocked me. Hell, please don't let her know what blockchain is because she's going to start blocking people in droves. So it's like, it wasn't just that, it's kind of like, then it became, oh, I can't say nothing to you because you know what you were saying, but people misunderstood what you were saying because one, they don't hear you. They don't spend time with you all day, Ava. How would they know that? I will disagree with you on this before we, because I don't want to keep, I know you don't want to keep going, but I would disagree on this. I don't think people misunderstood what she said. I think, I think people, her her tweet is pretty self-explanatory. She basically says, I want you to get better. Essentially saying, I don't like, I want you to get better. But the thing about still they, a piece they, of shit. No, they did misunderstand it because they thought she, she's like, because she followed, I don't wish death on nobody. That's what they, they're like, wait a minute. How are you wishing, like, how could you say that to him? Like, because I don't wish death on nobody. It's like, okay, so that's not technically, so that's why the whole get well, it's not, sometimes it's just not life or death. Like, you can get knee surgery. That's not life or death. It's just, right. But if she, imagine if she came out the next tweet and been like, no, I actually just want him to get better. That would have been just as people would have responded the same way. But, because, because it's the person. Because it's yes, the person. It's like the person yes, that is like yes, that's my harmful point. and toxic. It's kind of yes. like, what are you doing? Yes, that's all I was trying to get to. Yeah. I don't think people were confused at what she meant. I think people don't fuck with Trump. And a lot of people were like, yes, he got COVID. I hope he dies. Like, if we're being honest, a lot of people were yeah, like... But a lot of people were just like, this is karma, because literally, yes. they're, like, you're yeah, not doing socially, they're like, you're not doing socially distancing. You're literally, you were yep. told what to do, and you got COVID, and it's like, and then it was like a domino effect, because it was yep. like everybody around them. It's like, yep. well, goddamn. Yep, and then they saw this woman who's been a lot of pro-black and a lot of pro-black, pro-black women. It's like, be, it, it and, came off for a lot of people, it hit them respectable the respectability thing. I got to swear. Like it was in that token, even though that's not what she meant. That's what I'm saying. Like some people just, it was projection. I'm not even going to lie, but it's mostly because this shit is hurting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, it's like, it's a mm-hmm. lot. It's not just physically. It's like mentally. It's like people are quarantining alone. They've been quarantining for six or seven months in their house. How dare you wish that man? Well, it's like, it's a lot of, it's a, it's a lot. So it's like, while it's like, I was like, ooh, girl, this is, I was like, I looked at it like, so this isn't going to go well. Yep. <laughs> I was like, catch me is, I'm, I, I'm like, one, even if I was platformed, I wouldn't say that. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, it would be more close to Maxine Waters, especially if I was in politics and I had to say that shit. But um, Ava DuVernay, you didn't have to say anything. And it's kind of like, instead of like, taking a step back and saying, this is how it looks. Because one, she herself has responded to people, to tweets that hit her away. So it can't be, if I see a tweet that I, it hits me funny, I'm going to respond. But if I do a tweet and it hits you funny, you shouldn't respond to me. So that's not how that works. That's the other part of that. It's kind of like, you can't be like, I could be snappy and respond to your tweet. But if I make a tweet that hits you different, um, no, don't, no, uh-uh, I'm exempt. Baby, you're not exempt. 
Yeah, but, yep, that's true. But she's also human. A lot of niggas, right? That's what I'm saying. No right. A lot of people block niggas for no reason. Like no, she did a lot of fucked up shit. But to me, it was just like, ultimately, it came down to me. Ultimately, it came down to she's one of those fucking people who want everybody to do well. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people. But it seemingly it doesn't seem like she is because it's like every two seconds she's like, you're a piece of shit. It's like, wait a minute, girl. Which one is like, it? Yeah, you cannot <laughs> want pieces of shit to die. So like to me, it's like, like she's not one of those people, people. They believe in that karma of if I wish somebody. Yes. That, yes. That's some person. Do that. So yes. I get that. So it's kind of like, but also you also aren't required. It's not a requirement for you to tweet. So there's the rub. It's like, if you are someone who's like, yep. if I can't say something nice, I'm not going to say nothing at all. Yep. Don't say nothing at all. It's like, that's the, that's the, I'm sorry. That's the lesson here, kids. Sometimes you should just not say nothing. I think she wrote that tweet and realized that she has a platform. She's famous. Right. And so as a famous person, she didn't want it to seem like she wanted the nigga to die. So she threw out that caveat in the is. beginning. She threw out that caveat in the beginning saying, I hope you don't die. And then said how she really feels. Like that seems what it was to me because I saw that shit for the last three days in every type of new political media, written mm-hmm. media, podcast media, TV media. Right. Ava People who hate Trump. People uh-huh. who hate Trump, Democrat, like people who fucking hate Trump, call them white supremacists, trash, the worst mm-hmm. thing that ever happened to politics. They come on TV. And the first thing they said is, of course, we all want the president to get better and get healthy. And yeah, then they go on they, a 12 minute tirade about right. how terrible he is. Right. Notice that they said, of course, we're not evil. Pe- we're not pieces of shit. Of course, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but they're not saying, I hope you get well. That yes. is what hit people different. It wasn't that, so like, of course, we don't want you to die. Because if she had said, of course, we don't want you to die, but you're a piece of shit and we want you out of here. You so don't think people would have still came at her? Because I think they no. would have had the same reaction. I th- Because notice, no one's coming after Maxine Waters. You notice, no one is, there's no ratio on that tweet. It's because she said, I truly, that makes it personal. Of course, we don't want you to do that, makes it That's a little true. bit more. So it's kind of like, no, she wouldn't have. Because notice, nobody's coming after Aunt, Aunt Maxine. Because I'm like, well, of course, but also, she's a politician. Of course she's going to not say that. So it's different. Yes. So it's like, I don't think Ava, I don't think she's a bad person and I don't, but I also don't think she's above critique. And also we don't have to, it's like, no, people can get critiqued. It's okay to be wrong. I promise you, you will live. It's like, it's okay to be wrong. And it's even better to admit when you're wrong. Don't just go, uh-uh, no, I'm gonna start blocking y'all if y'all critique me. I'm like, baby, that if you are thinking that you are never wrong, that means you're never human. Humans fuck up all the time. This is just your fuck up, right. Ava. I mean, it's not one of your many, but um, it's like, it, it's it's just a misstep. You, could, you can get past this. It's very easy to do, but don't do this thing, especially when I've seen her do it to other people. When they yep. tweet something that they didn't Oh, she does that shit all the time. She that's, posts tweet people all I, the time. That's what I'm saying. That was the pro- that was the uh, that was the problem for me. I'm like, baby, I've seen you do that to other people. So don't say, uh-uh, no, mm-mm, y'all, y'all ain't gonna do that to me. You mean the thing that you do? It's like it, it's it's like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Please don't do this with me. But it's like, baby, we around the same age, honey. It's like you know, it's, it's okay to be wrong. In my in my auntie age, I know you don't want to be called an auntie. Um, I don't mind being an auntie because. I have a nephew, so I'm technically an auntie. And my, my nephew calls me Auntie Sunshine, and it never sounds – he never pronounces sunshine the same way every time, and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
So it's kind of like, I don't think Ava's a bad person because I don't think she is. But it's kind of like, y'all, it's okay for our faves to get critiqued because, I mean, it happens because they're human. They're not robots and they don't do everything perfectly. Nobody does. And it's okay no. to fuck up because it's like, that means you still, if you fucked up, that means you still breathing. And I also think she got in one of those things where she don't think she fucked up. Right. And she's so like, she, I know what so I she's meant. Doubling down. Yes, right. Yes, I yes. know what I meant. I'm like, yeah, but people just reading your words, they don't know yep. you personally. So there's that. And it's like, but we still, you know, I still, I still love him. Um, November 5th. That's, uh, that's the expiration date I want for him. No, no, he can't go before. No, absolutely not. No. Now, I, mean, I see. See, this is where I differ. I want that nigga to live. I want him to see all his people, his whole shit crumble. I want to see his fucking I'm talk, right, I'm company. About, like, I, no, like, I'm about, I want to see his company get fucking sued <laughs> and lose all his fucking money. I want to see this the Southern District of New York come after him for all that shit they already got on him, but they can't mm-hmm. charge him because he's the president. Yeah, all those businesses, all the like. I want to see businesses. all that mm-hmm. shit fucking crumble under his fucking face. Just, it's like Bill Cosby to me, right? Not like they did the same thing, but like. People were like, oh, Bill Cosby, he's 80 some years old. Like, yeah, he did that fucked up shit, but come on, he's blind. He's 82 years old. It was, like, notice, no, no, no. Wait, no, notice, no, no. Nobody was saying, oh, no, we should take it. No, no that, that nigga could go to jail. And no, anybody who was saying that, people were like, die to jail. Notice, nobody came after them for that. No one said, oh, my God, that's terrible. You're like, it's Bill Cosby. Notice that it was kind of like, well, I mean, he did do some terrible shit. Of course, that's how we feel. Notice. So that's why I'm like, Ava, you could say nothing. You can say nothing. I'm like, I want to see his whole life crumble. I'm talking about the earliest that. date that he could die is November 5th, 2020. That's the I mean, earliest. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't care. care. It's like, but I would, it wouldn't be as pleasing as the other stuff. Oh, yeah. Be oh, absolutely not. Girl, it's like, uh, absolutely not. So it's like, you know, you know, we like, we like, we see each other. It's like, we see it. It's like, no, it's like, oh, baby, no, he can't go before this. No, absolutely not. Y'all better weekend and Bernie's this. Yeah, he needs to like no, nope. He died. I'm like, oh, we we don't know. Mm-mm, we get at Bernie's. Mm-mm. Get his ass right on up there. Yep, I got no problem with that. <sighs> Goodness, oh y'all, but yeah, um, we are going to get on out of here because Brandon got a um debate to tweet about. <laughs> I'm just looking at the memes. They already making memes in her face. <laughs> oh great! I, guess she I gave can't wait. Some type of look. I know she probably did because you know that's the thing. That's the good thing about um Kamala when you would see her on committees, girlfriend and hearings. Girlfriend couldn't. She did not have a poker face. She'd be like, uh, "What did you just say?" I know I didn't just hear what I thought you just said. I know I didn't just hear what I thought I just. Oh, heard. she got that face right here. It <laughs> is like. I'm like, uh oh, she got the black mama face. She like so. Mm, you think I'm stupid? What did you just say? Did you just? You didn't just say what I just thought. You didn't just say what I thought I just heard. Right? You ain't say that, right? You you got some. Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't. Okay, bitch. I got something for you. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, y'all. So we gonna get on out of here. Um, before we go, Brandon, as always, this is always fun to talk to you. I can't wait to get your thoughts on how you think I know Kamala's gonna kill it, but your debates, because you know, this is his wheelhouse, y'all. This is stuff he likes to do. He's all for it. It's like this is this is his bread and butter of entertainment. I'm just kidding. Very entertaining. It is quite entertaining. <laughs> so I can't wait. Um, tell everybody how they can find you, 
Why So Serious, and the other show, Hindsight Reviews, with you and Rashani. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, the Why So Serious podcast, we've been doing it for three or four years now. Um, we do uh, comic book stuff, movie stuff, TV shows, it just basically entertainment and pop culture talks. Uh, right now, we're reviewing The Boys. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast app. Just search Why So Serious podcast. The cover art looks like the Fuji, so you won't be able to miss it. It really does. It's really cute. Uh, so that's the Watch the Series podcast. Uh, you can follow. I also do a show with Rashani from the Single Simulcast called Hindsight Movie Reviews. Uh, you can find that everywhere you get your podcast app as well. We just go back and review old movies and talk about them in hindsight using 2020 eyes. Uh, we just recently finished Eddie Murphy Month, and we're rolling into Horror Month. I'm so uh, excited. So we did Vampire in Brooklyn last week, and Rashani hated it, and I love that he hated it. Uh, so you can follow that on Twitter at Hindsight Reviews, R-E-V-U-E-S. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at That Cool Black Nerd. Uh, I talk about politics, sports, wrestling. Yes, uh, wrestling. Y'all be getting up on it and wrestling, okay? Yeah, the wrestling, all that stuff. So uh, we have a good time on there. Um and yeah, give me a follow if you think I'm worth listening to. And it was great to be back on here. I always love coming on here. I get a chance to talk about other shit. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find a way to fill that, get that into my own show somehow. But yeah. my co-hosts don't aren't up on the shit like me, so mm-hmm. I gotta find guests to talk about shit like that. Hey, you know, I'm always down to do it. So you know, let me know. I'm always down. Yes, I will. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm wading into the waters of Bravo, so I'm trying to. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to factor in how I want to do Bravo because I'm a Bravo watcher. I'm a black Bravo watcher and I love dismantling Bravo shit because, ooh, man, it's a lot there. That's your shit. That is my shit. So I enjoy being able to recap the Bravo. Show. just ended. Yeah. Right? No, no, it's still going on. It was just oh. episode 10 um last week. So One of my friends I- was on the show. Really? He was in the background at some party. Yeah, he was on the show. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about that off air. Yep, because, you know, shit's getting real. And, you know, I'm, I'm very excited. I I binge watched. This is so, it's a super wide show called Summer House. It's four seasons. I watched all of those um, episodes because, well, hello, quarantine. That's how I caught up on Below Deck Med and Summer House. And, man. Do you watch that show? My wife watches some show in Huntsville, Alabama. Yes. Oh, my God. Brandy watches. I need to ask because it's like I know because of COVID they had like shut down production because the last episode I'm like wait was that the season finale that don't make no sense I come in the room she's just watching this episode over and over like let me tell you something I would love to know what Brandy thinks because all of them husbands are terrible on that show they are (laughs) terrible they are terrible they are ashy as fuck (laughs) I'm like love they would sign up for O'Shea's um, contract for Black America they'd be like yep this is for (laughs) us I'm like girl I think I walked in one time on a clip and one of the husbands was in like therapy about like cheating on his wife. Yep. And and the therapist and him are just like laughing about it. Child. They are um that 
is a child. They are just terrible, terrible. They are ashy as fuck, man. I would love to know what Brandy thinks. Cause I'm like, I need to do some more Googles. Cause the reason why I started watching it is because I was going to be on Ratchet Ramblings. I didn't watch the first season. I just watched like the few episodes up until when we were going to talk about it. I'm like, just so I have some background. I'm like, how the fuck did I get into this? How did I start watching this shit? <laughs> and now I'm there. And then it's like, I think they shut down production because of COVID. And I'm like, good Lord. So I don't even think they finished the season. I, I don't know. It was like, because they ain't have a reunion. The first season, they had a, obviously had a reunion. But because of COVID, they didn't. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the couples is like separated and or divorced. I know that's like, <laughs> like the wife filed for separation. She scrubbed her Instagram of a husband. I said, Lord. Oh, it's, it's Martell, and, um, Martell and Melody. That's those are ones Melody filed for divorce. That show is wild. It's wild as hell. Okay, y'all. But this has been a Mocha Business podcast. Um, let's see. Next week. So programming note, I will be off next week because next week is my mother's birthday. So I think I'm going to pull out out of the um Mocha archives an episode with Pam. Next week is her birthday. So happy birthday to Pamela. So you're going to get a, like a retro Pam episode for next week. That's the programming note. We will be off next week. So guys have a good week. Have a good night. Um, if you were triggered by the first v- presidential debate, can see why you've checked out of all of them, but the VP de- debate is only one of them. They don't have a series of them. So probably a, not a little less triggering because Trump is not there, but he's probably tweeting his ass off right now. So yeah, I don't know. Check out if you must. Mute it if you must. It's up to you. Um, take care of yourself. Do something nice for yourself this week. And you are enough. You are important. And take care of you, no matter what that looks like. Okay? Everybody have a good week. Bye! There he is. Hair blown majestically. Reshooting the scene for his own ad. I hold rallies. And I tell you to ignore masks and I rip mine off as I vanquish the virus because I am a leader. Fear not, COVID. What a bunch of bullshit. Going back to the White House, if you want to know the reality, the truth, okay? The virus is the truth. The virus doesn't care about left and right. The virus does what's reasonable. You give me a chance, I'll spread. You keep away from me, you don't give me a chance, I run out of hosts, I die. I am the truth. If you're doing the right thing, you don't see me that much. If you're doing the wrong thing, you do. The White House is literally what we fear the most, a rash of contagion called a cluster. You want a metaphor, you've got a president who was a drunk driver who is pushing others to drive drunk. That's what he is. Do I want to see a drunk driver get hurt? Hell no. But I worry more about the people he hits.